This episode of the podcast is with Anthony Guvarubias, formerly of Seditionist and Mas Malo. Uh, he now works on a solo project, name pending, but uh, he's going with Your Tallest Boy for now. That's how you find him on Instagram. And now his Narrow Arrow podcast on all platforms. Really cool stuff. He interviews musicians from a musician's perspective so if you want a more technical interview than uh, the fanboy that i am uh, go over to the narrow arrow podcast he has a lot to talk about so we met up at the recently reopened dba in downtown pomona uh, a mutual favorite of ours uh, one of the greatest places in downtown uh, if you ask either one of us uh, we love this venue and we love hanging out there there's a whole new layout uh we sat in the back surrounded by new paintings new furniture and just hung out chatted talked about his solo work talked about music in general and a general state of the covid union yeah we want to do shows eventually uh, we have that in mind and we'd like to put something on so stay tuned for that uh we'll be talking more about that soon i'm gonna have him on again uh very soon because there was a lot we didn't cover even in the two and a half hours uh following this lovely intro um you know how it goes it's always long so strap in or break it up into pieces it's uh overhearing a conversation between two music nerds that's what podcasts are right people just talking so enjoy it here's a piece of his solo work followed by two and a half hours of chatting welcome back Okay. So what is this fuck you money that you have? I 
Well, it's just a little bit I have left over from the EDD. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, don't spend it on stuff. Don't spend it on stuff. And I just can't stop spending. Would you buy more gear? I'm just buying shit. Uh, I would want to buy gear. Realistically, I've been saving up for a car, so I would would just want to put it on my car. But like, oh, man, there's like a guitar I don't need that I want. (laughs) There's also I really wanted to invest in mics for like the in-person things. I wanted to get the SM7Bs. I know. Those are so cool. But they're so expensive, dude. They're like, what, 1300 bucks? No. Well, aren't they like that? No. Or less. They're they're less, but I think there's some models that are going in that in that uh, direction. Yeah. The ones I was looking at are I think four hundred bucks. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah, but if I'm gonna buy two, you know, it's eight hundred bucks, and then I need to get this thing called a cloud lifter. What's that? The, well, those mics are so like, um, I had to like bump the preamp for it to pick up stuff because oh, it's no such way. a quiet. Yeah. But which is a good thing because. It doesn't pick up other stuff, you know? Right. It's, it's it, super fine. As the audio is super clear. Um, but I'm like, ah, I can't. I, I guess I could go without it right now. But it's, but you want to. But I want to. I know. I want to buy a new camera. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm not going to, but I, I really want to. Like what, what kind? Uh, a full, not a full frame, um, a medium format, uh, Pentax. Uh, God, I forgot the model number, but it's a... Uh, they're so clear. Uh-huh. They're so beautiful. Like h- way higher resolution. They're bigger sensors than the full, than a standard full frame. Uh-huh. And this thing is like four grand, though, just for the body. Just for the. And body? I don't have lenses for this damn thing. Like I shoot yeah. Canon. Uh-huh. So I'm like, do I? I, I could buy another Canon. Uh, like and a better Canon, lenses, and I already have yeah. like four lenses for it. Or yeah. I have to start completely over with this thing. Uh-huh. And those lenses aren't cheap either. It's like a good brand. So how much are like a, for example, how much for one uh, like eight hundred to a thousand? No fucking yeah. way. So Just you're for already like li- a standard. Yeah. Lens. So five grand right off the bat. Right off the bat. Yeah. And oh, it's like, damn. Could I could I, maybe should I? No. I should save that money for like <laughs> stocks and like opening a venue or something, you know, or like putting on shows as things reopen. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Mm. Get the expo guy to do <laughs> engineer yeah. a show. I was gonna ask him too. I'd be like, "Hey, uh, you wanna you wanna do some shows every now and then? <laughs> I'll pay you twenty bucks." That would be really cool, dude. Yeah, that would be awesome. Where would you you, you have ideas of where? There's a building across the street uh-huh. that is two million dollars, uh-huh. but it's like it's a long it's like a long antique row, uh-huh. you know, and it's like a long building on the corner. All of upstairs is just empty, and I'm like, what if I lived upstairs? And downstairs, it's like this long building, uh-huh. kind of like this. Yeah. And then put the stage in the back, have a coffee shop and, like, a little bar. But, like, simple just to, like, you know, raise money. That would be amazing. Yeah. 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 Two million dollars. What were we talking about the last time? We were talking about, let's get into the stocks and uh, raise money for a show. Yeah, for you, shows. Well, we're talking about stocks because you're all into them. Yeah, yeah. How's that going right now? It's all right. Yeah? I'm kind of like my stock. I'm in one right now that's like just been trading sideways and like slowly going up. And this, um, it's this uh, healthcare, like AI-based healthcare software, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But um, it's taking a while to see some, you know, gains. Some growth, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's frustrating because all my money's tied up in it. Have you burned a hole through your uh, GameStop money? Um, 
No, I put it back into this thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. I think I spent some of it. You're like the only person I think has made the most out of that. Really? Yeah. When you told me how much you made, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought about what I would do with that money, that lump sum of just... Yeah. I'm horrible with money, so thankfully I didn't do it. Me too. But when I saw that, that amount, I was like, all at once? Okay, I can't fuck this up. I can't. Like... I just found out about a guy we used to work with, or you used to work with. I still work with him, Carlos. Uh-huh. Uh, when he was 19, he and he was telling this story the other day. When he was 19, he won the lottery down in Mexico, uh-huh. hundred grand, hundred and like seventy something grand, hundred grand, just shy, just over a hundred grand after taxes. Blew through it in six months. Six months? Yeah. Prep, Carlos. Yeah. I could only imagine what he spent it on. Yeah. <laughs> hookers and cocaine dude yeah just a bunch of blow and just i'm sure he was the great gatsby for his friends i would be if i had money like that yeah i I wouldn't want to burn through it alone no no that's not fun no you're not jeff bezos (laughs) buy yourself a yacht (laughs) wow when you're really (laughs) when you're really thinking about it like that he is such a scum man his yacht has a yacht I need to see what that looks like. Oh, it looks like a naval ship. It's so crazy. It's just like this long silver behemoth with these massive sail uh, masts. The sails weren't out, but these masts. And I'm like, so it could do both? So he's set, right? All he needs is like a Starlink from Tesla above him for internet, just following him on the ocean, and he just doesn't have to leave. And then he's in his little room in this big boat, just scrolling away, probably like bored. Yeah, yeah. While he has like a team of fishermen on the outside, just making fish for him and <laughs> catching fish. Yeah, for him. They, they yeah catch a fish, and they're like, "Hey, boss, you should take a picture of this one." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say you caught it. And they're like, "Here, give it to yeah, him. Don't forget him. the pole. Hold yeah, the pole. Don't put the pole. <laughs> put it back. Put it yeah. back." Fucking <laughs> Jeff. Bezos, Bezos? Yeah, Bezos, yeah. <laughs> I don't know however it's pronounced, yeah. Man, what a, what, what a super villain. What a uh, like past year for Amazon. I feel like I've never heard Amazon more in my life than the past year. Right? Like everything during like COVID was just like Amazon, Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Well, because they didn't stop delivering. And they're delivering more. This was their time to shine, and they did. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you got to give the devil his due, right? Like... It is a phenomenal company. They don't pay their fucking workers enough. Like yeah. they should be the c- workers should be running the company. I'm all about like, <laughs> you know, collectivist collectivism and all stuff like that. <laughs> like, but shit, man, it's so cool. Like just the logistics of like, just imagine running one of those warehouses. Crazy. Yeah, the the mind it would take. You know, the minds it takes to to put that together. It's like it's incredible. And now they're working on drones. They just got approval from the FAA to, to start testing drone oh, deliveries. Yeah, small things, but you know, that's, same day. That's kind of scary. Sometimes same hour, depending on where you are. Yeah. I need some razors. You know, just call this thing up and it drops it off in my backyard and takes back off. I wonder how dogs are gonna take that. There's a bunch. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of casualties for sure. <laughs> I think it's gonna hit some dogs. Some dogs are gonna die. <laughs> Dogs, dogs are going to chew the things yeah, up. try to attack them. And, but just think about a dog's point of view. Like, they're living this normal life. And, like, this thing came from the sky. Yeah. And brought this thing. Yeah. It's more of a threat than ever. 
That, that's in, that's insane. So they start waiting for him. Yeah, just viciously all day. Yeah, just like waiting for this bird, <laughs> this gigantic bird. Yeah, that's a weird new bird. Never <laughs> seen it before. Oh man! So they start teaming up. <laughs> yeah, man, it's they gonna start be crazy. meeting up in the middle of the night. Somehow sneaking off. Yeah, <laughs> just to like gather information and what to do. <laughs> they start uh, tracking like a straggler, <laughs> a straggler drone, the last one of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Area 51 where you dissect this thing that we found and they're just like going through it. Like, like this isn't a bird. <laughs> what kind of bird is this? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have a heart. I can't eat this. That's, that's, that's wild. What do you think is the next thing? Next crazy thing? Uh, so, speaking of stocks, I'm in another company that uh, is working on Uber drones. Uber drones? Uber drones. It fits two people. It's not that big. It's like, I don't know, 15 feet wide. Uh-huh. Four uh, propellers, four sets of propellers. And you, two people sit in the middle. And it kind of looks like a like an Apache helicopter where, like, there's one person a little lower than the other. You know? Uh-huh. And it just, it's automated, fully automated. So you, you get into it and it it just takes you. That's scary, but think about how much time you're gonna like beat like traffic oh yeah oh yeah we, we're late to the show no we're not baby <laughs> we got what is it called the, the, the like Uber Uber drones? drones it's called uh the company is called archer art archin archer 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 yeah Ooh. yeah would you do that for real for sure you just risk your life how much do you think it's gonna be, be like costing for a ride they want to get it down to as cheap as uber that's the goal. That's insane. I yeah. mean, because they're going to be electric too. I mean, of course they're going to make their money back like nothing. And then everybody's going to want to like go in one and post on their story. Look it's going to be mean. in high demand. They're like, dude, we've got to make like five more of these. Yeah. Well, I wonder how much they're going to do a production wise for even like the first kind of like round. Yeah. They're going to make like a few hundred. And test it out. That's insane. And then see how it goes. All, all over the states, or is it? Are they based here? No, they're based in. Um, where are they based? I don't remember now. I don't think it's in the states though. It's in uh, in Germany, I think. Really? Yeah, I saw a test flight, and it was like the coolest shit ever. I just saw this other guy on a. He was on a sm- much smaller version of that. It just looks like a giant drone, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was surfing on it. He had a helmet, and he had some like elbow pads, and he was just standing on this thing, and he's just like going down the street. I, I couldn't see, like it didn't say where he was, but he was just going down the street in a city. And I'm like, that is the baddest shit I've ever seen. That is <laughs> sick as fuck. The yeah. biggest flex in the world. Yeah. You're just that one guy. Did you see the, there was some like, um, some Cessna pilot flying off of... Long Beach, I think he was just out in the ocean, and he sees he's like, "There's that guy again," and it's uh, somebody with a jetpack, thirty thirty thousand, no, eighteen thousand feet up, higher than anyone's ever been recorded individually, and he's just he's just floating there, just hovering uh, in place, uh-huh. and this and this pilot sees him and calls it out. He's like, "Oh, I see this. Uh, there's a guy with a jetpack just in the air." Chilling. Yeah, just chilling. Not in the way of anything, but he's just there. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, I wonder what he's doing up there. Yeah. We're thinking the whole time. It's 
Just like, seeing what they can do. <laughs> I would I would try to bounce out. Yeah. Try to fly out, yeah. Uh, try to see how far it could really go. Hopefully you have a parachute, you know, land among sharks. Oh. I mean I you know it's so weird to think about, like would you want to die through like sharks or like straight concrete? Straight concrete. Yeah? Yeah. You don't once I get anything. close, I'll just like put my head down uh-huh. and make it just quick. I don't want to be torn apart. Nah. <laughs> but you got to think about the, these sharks need to eat too, you know? They can eat other fish. I'm <laughs> I mean, <laughs> essentially, I put organ donor on my license, so maybe I should just get eaten by a shark. Hey, ha- <laughs> have you considered... <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered dying by a shark? By a shark? Because yeah. they're really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've just been eating garbage off the Long Beach coast. Yeah, it's not good for them. Yeah. They might go instinct, so just <laughs> think about it. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm a donor, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just use everything. Everything you can. You yeah. know what made me want to become a donor? Hmm. Uh, remember that movie John Q? Dude, I was just talking about this. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, it inspired you to... I think so, but now I think about the movie, it was more aggressive, wasn't it? He just like... he was, Wasn't he trying to rob like a... Or, or held down a hospital? Yeah, he, he held a hospital hostage to yeah. get his son a heart transplant. Yeah. Because he couldn't get him on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what it was. It was like, wow, that's so hard. And then I'm over here... But me and my friends joke around all the time that, like, they're going to open me up and they're going to be like, wow, there's nothing good here. Like, there's just shit. <laughs> I can't salvage any of this. <laughs> we could donate this to, like, uh, I don't know, a research team. Research. That How did this guy live so long? Yeah, that liver is done. <laughs> <laughs> there's onions up next to it. What the f- <laughs> it's not fully digested. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, good. it'd be interesting to just donate your body, see what they can get. I mean, obviously you can't see what they get, but I'd like to find out somehow <laughs> in That's the afterlife. True. I mean, is that what they do? They just like take apart everything and see what they can use. Yeah. What about- I think you could get more specific too with your donation. Oh, really? Yeah, you could be like, you can't take my eyes, or you know, you know, you can take my heart, but not you know. Like they, if they're going to take somebody's eyes, it's like upping the chance of them to like control this body. Like you, like, could you imagine, you know, like they just put you, they put your <laughs> eyes in a gel body and, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like you're dead, like black, pitch black. And all of a sudden you're living through another man's life. Imagine <laughs> and you can't, you don't know what to do. Yeah. You're tortured. Damn. I think I need to like, who do I talk to about that? Cause I don't think I want my eyes going anywhere. <laughs> Thinking about that. Well, did you ever hear of like um, guys who had some guy had a heart transplant and suddenly he thought differently? Like he he didn't like certain foods and like really yeah like his sense of humor changed and like things altogether like just things altogether changed. That is so interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it though. I mean, this heart was being used in a different context. Someone yeah. who lived a certain lifestyle. Yeah. All of a sudden, it, 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 yeah, it's going to pump differently. I would think so, yeah. maybe. Something shaped by, like, 
pains of a lifetime, you know? <laughs> the heart just couldn't get along with the other organs. Could you imagine? They're like, dude, I don't fucking know this guy. He's sketch. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Never seen him before. I like the old guy. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's crying all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking negative. <laughs> he just wants to leave. <laughs> he keep telling him, go. He won't go. He doesn't listen. He keeps talking shit about the liver. <laughs> There's <laughs> just some beef. <laughs> hey, Neuron, transmit this message to that piece of shit yeah. downstairs. Hey, Hart, you're a bitch. <laughs> just want to let you know. <laughs> you're in it for the long haul, buddy. Yeah. I just that. added 10 more years to this guy. <laughs> oh, man. I was watching... Uh, <laughs> The other day, Osmosis Jones, me and oh, my friend. Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, she put it on, and I was like, I kept relating it to COVID because it was about a bacteria virus in the body. Yeah. I was like, this is like a COVID movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, um, fuck, what's the homeboy's name? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Mm. Just being a piece of shit in real life, and it just like wow, I do that, and my body's working <laughs> real hard. <laughs> and that was the that was the message for the from the movie. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Like, See, this is what your body's doing every time you Dude. steal an, a hard-boiled egg from a monkey at the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's how it started. <laughs> yeah, you should rewatch it. It's pretty funny. I, I mean, I didn't even know that uh, Chris Rock was the main lead. Yeah, he's Osmosis Jones, right? Yeah, he's Osmosis Jones. <laughs> or he's Jones, whatever his name is. Yeah, it's a joke. It's just an amoeba. Right? I was so drunk by the time they put on the movie. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just ran through it. We also saw, um, by my request, Just Friends. I love that oh, movie. Oh, that's a good With movie. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. I love how he and his brother fight. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That was such a fucking funny movie, man. Uh me and uh, well, my coworker, we talk about that movie, and he always sings the when Jamie smiles, like, and it just gets stuck in my head. Yay, Dusty! Yeah, Dusty! <laughs> but I love the scene when he first tried to write the song. He's like, "Get it together, yeah. Dusty!" Yeah, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like he pulls out that double neck guitar at the church. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Is, what does he say? He's like, the guy has like ten fingers out yeah. there. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that, that was. I want to say that's my favorite ryan reynolds movie mm. i really can't think of other movies with him like other than what what's uh waiting was a good one but he wasn't waiting exactly was a lead one. he wasn't a lead i just think of waiting just friends and then the deadpool stuff mm. and i'm sure he's been in tons of other movies i can't even really think of it's weird i never really watched the van wilder movies but he was always the oh, lead he, in those oh is that where he got to start was that his Maybe, like, big yeah. break then? Because uh-huh. those are kind of years He might have been ago. like a, a Mickey Mouse kid or something, though, too. <laughs> Mickey Mouse kid? Yeah. Well, he's like, pretty fucked up, so yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> like uh, like Justin Timberlake was. Um, Britney Spears. Was, who else was? Demi Lovato, I think, was a, a Disney kid. Disney or a, kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually I guess watching not actors, this uh, documentary of Nickelodeon mm-hmm. on Hulu. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. You should watch it. It's really good, dude. Yeah, is it dark? No. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be dark, but it was a lot better. Uh, <laughs> it was like, like who, really good. Who passed Ren and Stimpy? Oh, like, man. Who well, let they, that one go through? They um, they talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they talk about from the beginning of like how Nickelodeon started and how big it became. Yeah. Like from every detail, like mm-hmm. everything they did. And it was cool. Like the people they got. Um, did you know? 
the guy from Devo wrote the song for Rugrats? The intro? I did not, but I guess I'm not surprised. He wrote a lot of intros. Yeah. Yeah. So they took a lot of uh, stuff like that. They get to um, the shows um, and how Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, and I think Doug were their first three shows. And how oh, wow. it's their most popular shows. I love Doug. Yeah. That was my shit <laughs> when I was a kid. I watched every episode of that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, I got a... There's this guy on uh, Instagram. His name's David, but he goes by the hash. Well, the the tag name, Bored at the Bar. Uh-huh. Love it. <laughs> uh, he's a illustrator designer, uh-huh. and I loved his work. And I recently hit him up um, for one for my podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever you want to do, I I, I I send him stuff that I personally like that he's done. I'm like, this is what I'm kind of into. What you do, just you have total creative freedom yeah and he made me look like a doug character <laughs> you want to see it yes i love it um and he's such a cool dude too and he's like hey i'm in a band too like chicken i was like oh dude this guy was really cool that's awesome um yeah it was it was funny just this little caricature uh shit what's that tattoo on your left index finger is it like a, a face making like a furrowed brow? It could, but it's, it like it's greater than equals less than. Oh, duh. That makes way more sense. No, but no, <laughs> but I know, I, I know what you mean because I see it too. Yeah. So it's that one. Oh, <laughs> that's badass. It yeah, looks see, nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look anything like me. I like it though. That's awesome. You can't really see it. Uh, I can't zoom in. But he even put squiggly lines on my arm like for my tattoos. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I ordered stickers recently for Fuck, it. Yeah. Yeah, because I like the design. I just didn't feel like it would be like the main one. Yeah. But I'm like, this would be a really cool sticker. It looks like just a throw cartoon. them out there. Yeah. Yeah. Stickers are so awesome. I love stickers. I was just saying, I need to get some stickers for this damn thing. So, so <laughs> you should. Yeah. I went through typical, well, sticker mule. My tattoo artist friends was like, yeah, I went there. It was super easy. And and you know what I liked about it was that I put in the, the image and kind of my request. And then they sent an email and they said, hey, this is what we think we're going to do for it. Mm-hmm. You And then approve it. Oh. So they go through you again before you're like, for sure, like, is there any changes you want? Is there anything we could do? Yeah. I thought that was really nice because, and they had a sample pack. So mm-hmm. I did a sample pack. I don't want to invest in like, you know, like a billion. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, because we'll give you what, like a thousand to begin with, right? Probably. Like that's probably the minimum order. Actually, well, no. Probably 500. I think, no, I think they're, uh, I think it used to be like that maybe. Mm. I, think was, I think it was like 50 or 100 maybe. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. That's not bad. Yeah. What was the sample size? Like five? Um, it was actually like 15. Oh, I wow. Think. Nice. But actually, no, 10, but I only paid 15 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to just, you know, if I don't like them, then. You know, yeah. Just not a huge investment. A sample pack. Perfect. Yeah. I remember one time I made business cards like a long time ago and like totally like did not work out like well like the information was already like all skewed like i was just like i had to change it Um, and i'm just left with a hundred business cards that like (laughs) i can't fucking use yeah yeah i did that with um i went through moo Uh you know that company they do square business cards Uh uh-huh and somebody told me once like the best 
thing to do with business cards is make them square, make them an odd shape. Mm-hmm. Because when you're going out networking, people are, are emptying their pockets of all the cards that they collected throughout the night. And they're like, wait, what's this thing? This isn't a business card. And it gets their attention. Then they pull it out to see what it is. Oh, it is a business card. It's a square one, though. So it forces them to look at it. I was like, oh, oh that's a neat little um, psychological hack. Yeah. <laughs> but pretty neat. But I was immediately able, after I printed them, I was immediately able to uh, to buy a domain. And before I was just using like a bit.ly. And I had put the bit.ly on the on the business card, which looks shitty to begin with. I'm like, I can afford business cards, but I can't afford a domain, you know? So yeah. then I finally got it. And I was like, okay, now I have an official domain. Um, these cards are worthless, you know? And I <laughs> yeah. had a uh, hundred of them. Uh-huh. Same. Yeah. yeah. What to waste. Yeah. Oh, man. Just to waste. So I got them somewhere. I got them in a little box that they came in. It's like, they're really cool. They're nice. They came out great. I just, they're obsolete. Now they're just a novelty in your closet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. But yeah, you have uh, business cards now? No. No? I need to make new ones. Yeah? Yeah. Such a cool thing. Yeah. It's nice to have them. Yeah. I also saw um, like a business card kind of sticker. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it has like the QR code type yeah, of like thing. Yeah, I like that idea too. Yeah. That's pretty cool too. Um, I just feel like a lot of people don't want to take the time to actually I think they do because one time me and um, me and this girl were driving and we're behind this car and mm. it had a Spotify look like an audio signal mm-hmm. sticker oh yeah and I was wondering is that a QR code yeah Spotify uh, lets you do that yeah, yeah so that's that's more that. interesting is just like yo like I want to know what that thing is yeah and you're forced to listen to yeah. it. It yeah. gets your attention right away, and it takes two seconds to pull out your phone and scan it. Uh-huh. And you don't even need a. What I tell people at work all the time is like people who don't want to scan the menu. It's like you don't even need a QR code uh, reader anymore. The phone just does it now. Yeah, you just try to take a picture, right? Yeah, you just aim the camera at it, and it already pulls it up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's sometimes amazing. it goes directly to the site too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good marketing ideas. Right, I love mm-hmm. that. I love the idea of a QR code. That and like a uh, Linktree, Linktree. I've got a Linktree. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing too. Just one stop, all your stuff, yeah. whatever you want, and that's but it's like it's specific for like your socials, right? Like you put it on Instagram or you put it maybe on on Facebook if you're using spe- uh, Facebook is often. Um, it's like you can't leave that everywhere unless you want a QR code your Linktree. That'd be neat too. Yeah, that's just to have neat. it be like a directory. Yeah, that, that is you find cool. on a bathroom wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My first thought was, hey, let me put them in at venue bathroom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then right in front of the like, where, like I'm gonna take a piss, and I'll be like, this is perfect height and yeah. size because they're gonna look straight at it. Yeah, you probably have your phone out already, like dick in one hand, your phone in the other. <laughs> so it's like just lean over a little bit. <laughs> and they just pee right next to the toilet. Yeah, It'll totally make a fucking mess. <laughs> Oh, and dude. down there, another QR code. No. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that is what, yeah. Damn, check out a QR code. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. How it's much not are, too late. Are they like, a, how much are they? How does Some that site, work? I, I came across like, lets you do it for free. And it's just a matter, it, it's a matter of you printing them. So if you uh, want to put them on stickers or something, you'll have to pay for that. But yeah. it just gives you the code right away for whatever you want for any kind of URL. So, mm-hmm. 
That's nice. Yeah. You want you want another one? I yeah, got let's you. do another one. I got you this time. That excited for live streams, but something Spotify sent me an email. They're like, hey, you might be interested in this. And I'm like. In live streams? Yeah. I'll live a little. 15 bucks, and I know what I'm going to do after work on Thursday. <laughs> so it was cool. Yeah. And when it just gives you like a selection of a few things, and or it wants you to perform live streams it um it was just that one time live stream i was oh, like hey it was just gonna, a one time yeah it was gonna be this l- directly live because i think some live streams are like you could pay for the session yeah and stuff like that um mm. it was just straight up live at like i was going to a concert oh cool yeah it was a little interesting but what i liked about it is that they even had a whole little montage in the beginning like they uh-huh. talked about why they picked this cafe and like more of like a a, a movie kind of s type vibe, and then they were playing. It wasn't yeah. just like three, two, fucking one, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that was cool. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see them live because I, I saw them on a. Uh, they were on Rogan's podcast. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. were fucking hilarious. Well, it was mostly uh, Patrick Carney talking, mm-hmm. uh, and he was hilarious. It's like, man, these guys seem cool to just like watch do something like that a live stream or something where if they just want to bullshit in between tracks you know oh yeah doing playing no they were pretty serious in the in the set Mm. it was like just straight up music but i know what you mean they would be pretty uh pretty cool for like yeah they just seem very down to earth and just chill always got that vibe from vundabar you ever heard of vundabar yeah uh, then by name only, really. They're kind of like on oh, an indie rock band. Yeah. And every time I see a live performance, the singer's like a jokester. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just mid, you know, comedy set in between, mm. which I enjoy. Yeah. It's like you're paying for both now. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting both. Yeah. Man. That's, see, see the, the, like I'm talking about it. Like I'm talking about this specific band did this. It's like, yeah. That, that should be the next game changer. Comedic sets. Yeah. And music. Yeah. But well, just them, you know, musicians with a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, who I fuck, I forgot who said this, and I think someone said on my podcast is what musicians act like, or they want to be like comedians, and comedians want to act like they want to be musicians. Oh, who was just saying? Who I said heard that, that too. Yeah, it's and so it's the true because they both. It's it's like show business and like and like you know the bright lights of show business for both of them yeah they both they both romanticize each other's yeah or the other's uh crap it was on hot ones huh i think so. i want to say i, I think was, so. i'm thinking hot ones sean evans i forgot what guest it was Who was he talking was it uh was it charlemagne could be uh, no because he's not a comedian really he's no a, well he's funny but he's not like that's not his gig <laughs> i didn't know who he was till youtube recommended this video of him being obnoxious for two and a half minutes i think that was literally what the title was and i watched it and i was like fucking christ dude. was it different clips of him on the yes. show I'm like oh some of God. the shit he was saying bro did you see him sniff uh j-lo's chair yes <laughs> and he's like oh. i was like this guy's funny i fucking love it he's like i sniffed the chair yeah dude he's crazy just talking about one time being high as hell on the couch and this dog licking his balls and that's how he woke up or some shit like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys insane. Um, uh, he's hilarious. Have you seen uh, Dickie? Not Dickie. Uh, Dave. Dickie? Yeah. Yeah, Dave. yeah. I saw an episode or two. I, I've seen him. Um, I saw a couple of his videos. Uh-huh. But not the show as much. Yeah. Yeah, I love the show. And uh, they're coming out with the second season this month. Yeah. Yeah, and the last... 
episode um, with the first season, he's on The Breakfast Club of Homeboy and stuff yeah. like that. And he's just like roasting him too, like ridic- yeah. ridiculing that he's white and that uh, he needs like a, a black hype man dude or, or yeah. whatever. And I just enjoyed that Dave show so much. It's just funny. Like, I, I, <laughs> I need to check out more of it because he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. And I saw him on talking to Charlemagne. He was like, he immediately asked him about his dick. He's like, Are you, do you have a little dick or what? He's like, he's like, I am quite average. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> little, or just below average. Little dicky. Yeah. I mean, you got to put yourself down before someone else does it, so. Yeah. <laughs> you set the tone. <laughs> Get the vibe. It's on your terms, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, it's like that uh, that mechanism, coping mechanism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like defense mechanism. The Self-defense yeah. mechanism. <laughs> That's how I handle things. Yeah. Just make fun of myself. Yeah. Were you ever picked on as a kid? Not really. No? No. Yeah, same. But yeah. I, I did have like a weight problem. Mm. I always fluctuate weight. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I think that's like the only thing like, um, I don't know why I brought that up. I was just curious. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> Were you ever picked well, on? You, I'm sure little Dicky or Dave, I'm sure he was picked on. Yeah. You know, he's, a, he's an awkward looking guy and he probably, you know, came out of it like a butterfly yeah you know he's like oh i have a sense of humor and i can rap no and yeah of course that's good there's an episode i think i think it's the eighth episode where the guy who makes beats for him is actually one of his childhood friends and when he he's already making it big he yeah. has a show and this club kind of thing you know doing it and i think he invites his uh childhood friends and his friend who's actually his childhood friend who makes beats with him is like why are you still friends with those guys? Like, all they did was make fun of you. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they believed in me. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, they, like, made fun of you. <laughs> and then now that he's successful, they're still making fun of him. Damn. And he cannot, like, oversee what what's really going on. The so, relationship. No, they're my friends. Yeah. yeah. Damn. But they're really, like, they really don't like him. But they're hanging around because why not? Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Do you feel like you have less friends now? Or more friends now. Less friends, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, but not for any, like, bad reason like that. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, it's a lot of, like, growing apart and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What Do you have more or less? Um, less, probably, but my acquaintances are, like, up like a motherfucker. Same. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, your acquaintances, I'm sure it's a big difference. Yeah. Like, uh, I always feel like when I go out, like... I'll run into somebody and like, oh, hey, how are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And then we move on, especially at shows. And, you know, whoever I'm with, they're like, how do you know that person? I'm like, oh, well, so, so, so. Yeah, and I met him here. Yeah. <laughs> I got really drunk and he helped me out. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like, I would go visit my really good friend at a bar that he, that, like, it's, it was our bar for a while because I would go there all the time, too, uh-huh. uh, with or without him. But I ended up, like, over time would only go to see him. Um, to hang out with him but then I knew everybody there and we'd end up all just hanging out uh, which is cool because like more than acquaintances but less than friends I never saw them outside of that room of the bar um, and uh, we just left it at that mm. you know it's like there was nothing wrong with it yeah um, it's not like you know friends abandoning each other or anything or people not not wanting to be friends. It's just like, this is where we all hang out. Yeah. You know, I recently found myself like 
So there's this place. I actually probably should not say the name because I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say some of the stuff that goes on. But me and my friend go there after work all the time. We have drinks and stuff. And uh, it, we're so close with the bartenders and the managers. And we get mm. hooked up all the time. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. But then I'm like, this is really bad. Because I know if I go over, I'm not spending shit. And I'm getting drunk as fuck. And my life is not a fucking Cheers episode, all right? <laughs> this is fucking depressing, like, getting that drunk all the fucking time. Like, I need, I need to cool it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially if you're not paying for it, too. It's like you don't, you don't even have a financial consequence to it. No, no. It's just a hangover. Another round is just another round. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. But Interesting. Then, yeah. <laughs> but I'm su- super grateful for that place, but... <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's like, damn. Like, gotta have a place like that. Yeah. You know, I, just to have. I want to go know, there, like, to... you know, once in a while, my homie's like, let's go. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to switch it up. I've been, mm. I always, I love taking the train to, uh, to work. Mm-hmm. I love it because I could just have a drink and relax, listen to my music, whatever. And the Stone uh, Brewery has one right off of Del Mar and Go Line. Mm-hmm. Love it. Because I'm literally sitting right there in their front patio drinking and looking at when's the next train going to come. Yeah. So I don't, <laughs> oh, have to, nice. I don't have to fucking wait. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I don't have any of that. I want to, I would have to live in like, I would have to like work in LA or somewhere right off the, the go- metro. Uh, for, yeah, for a reason yeah. to use it. You should just use it for the fuck of. Yeah. I want to. I want to go out to LA. Yeah, good. My girlfriend and I were talking about it. Yeah, would, make, like, make an adventure out of it. Mm hmm. Just yeah. hop on the train. It's right there. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It does take long, though. It does. I took it out uh, to see a show like four years ago before I got a car uh-huh. when I moved back. And like, it sucked because I had my bike, too. I had just gotten a bike and I was like, I'm going to go to the hi-hat for oh, the show. Oh, yeah. Where did you get off on Highland Park? Uh, no, I got off at Cal, not Caltech. What's it called? Cal State LA. Uh-huh. Because um, that's what the directions told me. And I thought like okay this is kind of far so i had to ride north from that all the way up to like york and like make a couple yeah, of that's, turns that's not even close and go all no it wasn't close at all it took me a long time that to get there. fucking insane <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah i love the hi-hat we always talk about the hi-hat i love yeah, it it's a great venue yeah. man. we I should throw we should throw a show at the hi-hat it's for sale what? I think that's what we were talking about last time. Where are we? When you said let's get stocks we're and buy the hi hat. Yeah. <laughs> but that does sound like something we would say. Yeah. <laughs> Save the hi hat. Mm. If anyone wants to donate. <laughs> we're to do. <laughs> but on that note, let's cheers to uh, DBA's reopening, yes. grand reopening. Cheers to DBA. It feels good to be back mm. on a Monday. It feels good. It feels good. Really good. I've missed this place. This is a big reason to move to Pomona. Because yeah. there's, there's shows every almost every night here. You're so lucky, dude. I, I'm jealous of your apartment. Like hey, the location is fucking prime. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do when I have. A, well, if I have or uh, go to a show here, a glass house especially, I'm gonna hit you up for the pregame. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Definitely gonna hit you up for the yeah, pregame because it's a two minute walk. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. I don't have to get trash in the parking lot. <laughs> you know, I'm getting older now. I, I found places. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Like everybody else, a, sign, yeah. a good sign of getting older is finding a roof under which to do these things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know what's so weird is that like it's been a year and a half since I like moved out of my parents' house. And mm-hmm. like I always had like this weird. I love my parents, but they always kind of gave me like this vibe like 
what are you doing? You can't do that. Like, you're getting older, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I recently had to make a decision of, do I want to do the radiology program? Mm. Or do I want to keep trying to create and do my own thing and see where it goes? And I was so, like, in turmoil about it. And I had to make a decision, like, fast. And, you know, talked to my friend. I, I ended up, like, deciding, I'm like, now like i can't imagine myself being miserable in school for another two years yeah i really don't give a fuck about that yeah. i just did it for the money and i know i'm not dumb so i picked that career and i think it was more for my parents mm -hmm. and my friend said you don't live with your parents anymore why do you feel that way yeah and it was just mind-blowing yeah like, i do live on my own and i'm doing my own thing why am i like you were stuck in that mode i was stuck in that mode i think it was because i felt that for so long mm -hmm. you know it it, it it took a while for me to understand yeah i'm not in that position anymore yeah crazy how did you go about touring uh with your band my my when you were you were living with your parents at the time then. yeah yeah they were they were cool with it when i got the van because i had a van at one point uh -huh. they were like okay like he's doing something like they're he's actually doing stuff right but they never were into whatever bands i was into which i get and stuff like that um and they were kind of like you know what you're young i was in my t 21 to 24 mm -hmm. and they're like just do it so they were supportive yeah. to a certain extent but they were kind of like get it out of your system uh. and not like realizing this is just how he is like, yeah. that, that's what he really likes to do right so um they were cool with it but it really felt like when i would like walk in with my instruments or like just like with gear and stuff loading in and out like it was kind of like this giving me crap for it like you're oh you're gonna go waste time to go do this yeah, and again yeah yeah, yeah that kind of thing mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it's crazy that's how it goes right i got that with like covering shows when i was living with my with my mom mm -hmm. she's like i hate your lifestyle and i'm like and she didn't say it like so hatefully but like she said those words you know <laughs> she's like i hate your lifestyle like sarcastically well did she say it in a, in a thing kind of like i know with the type of people you're around and i'm thinking the worst kind of thing or just yeah because like, she's like she's a mom right so she's like yeah. you know she is concerned that i might be drinking and driving and you know all the all the you know, concerned stuff, but also that this is not her life at all. She's never been like a nightlife person. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe in her, you know, younger years, but like once she had kids, like that was it. She ended up just working all the time and it was game over. It's game over. Right. And she wasn't much of a party or anyway, but like the fact that I go out and I'm home at two or three, you know, from a night out in LA, I, you know, um, just covering a show. I'm like, I'm going to take photos and I'm going to leave. I'm going to have a couple of drinks and I'm going to leave. But she's like, I just hate that you go out all the time. And I'm like, what else am I going to do? Like, yeah. This, this is what I just, like to do. You want me to just be home? Yeah. You want me to just watch TV? Like read a fucking book. And then you'll be like, why don't you go outside, Justin? Mm. I'd never be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, different strokes. Yeah. You know, she didn't get it. And no, she didn't have to. You know, I just told her like, "Look, this is what I like to do, and this is like more or less of a, a career. You know, like it doesn't make a lot of money, really. It doesn't make any, really. But um, 
it's what you like to do. It's what I do. It's what I like to do. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like in the end game, it's just like, what could I make money in order to keep me afloat to do what I love to do? Mm-hmm. That's literally the game plan. Like that's, and it's funny, like because I just settled with the fact, you know, I'm not out here. Oh, I gotta do this and make money off what I love. Like, no, I just I'm gonna do it because I love it regardless. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't turn into work either way. It's like your your money maker is separate from your passion, right? Well, I mean, but you like to cook and you like to I do, yeah, I do yeah. like doing this stuff. I, lo- I I think it's mainly because of where I'm at and the people I work with, I love the most and like you know, everybody at Twisted Sage, I I love them too. Mm-hmm. I, and I want to go visit. I just I don't know why I haven't, but it's so weird just the people you work with really make it worth it. 100% yeah. And I like I've grown closer to people too. More or less. Like it's not like we hang out all the time outside of work or anything, but we have we have shifties after after a long one and where we're just like all talking shit about, you know, oh what a shitty day that was. Cheers, let's all have a drink. Let's all have a couple of drinks and you know, yeah. let's just, you know, reflect and it's nice. It's gotten better. I've been there three years and it was like a slow start. I think it was a slow burn for me. Yeah. Um uh yeah. So Anthony's been hitting me. Well, he was hitting me up, and I felt so bad because I think Thursday night is his only day off. It is, and yeah. and I like I can't like it's so hard for me to go out, mm-hmm. especially where he lives and stuff, or wherever he wants to go. Yeah, but I miss the dude so much. <laughs> He's such a good guy. He's so I like funny. Him a lot. He's fucking funny, yeah. dude. He talks so much shit. <laughs> that's I think that's why. Yeah. I just love talking shit. In a shit. good way, you know, yeah. like he just loves to talk shit. I just love talking out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm like home alone with my roommate's dog, all I do is talk shit to him. Really? He loves it. Yeah. He just like wags his tail. Like he doesn't, know, he doesn't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> a little stupid. <laughs> I love him and hate him too. I want to get a dog. Do you? Yeah. I've always wanted a dog. You should. Yeah, I well, should. It's just expensive with the with the apartment. It's like another two hundred bucks, and I'm like, oh, that's a yeah, lot of money. I was about to say, but then I'll, I realized so many dogs right there. There's a million dogs. I ever, it seems like everybody has Did a dog. You have to pay two hundred bucks more. Yeah, something. Like, I have to look at it again. It's high. It's it's up there. What about a cat? Is there a different? Uh, I think there is a difference. I couldn't quote it, but I think there is a because I mean, cats are way low maintenance. Except they, you know, oh, they're their own little thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I really want a cat. Honestly, I've been thinking about it. I'm, I love dogs. More of a cat dude because I'm selfish and I do my own thing all the time. And I'm like, hey, you, you know, you're gonna be okay, right? <laughs> all right, cool. I'm out. No, right? that's what the cats are for. Yeah, yeah. I don't have time for a dog. I'm out all the time. You know, I couldn't be here right now with a dog just crying in the in the apartment. You know, yeah. all bored, shitting everywhere, tearing up your shit. Yeah, dude. My neighbors, they just. It's been a week or two. I hear at least two dogs crying, like howling, crying in the apartment next door. And I don't see anybody. I saw somebody come out of it once with a dog. Uh I never see anybody else. I never hear voices or anything like that. All I hear is crying dogs. And I'm like, what's going on in here? I mean, they just bought the apartment for the dogs. You think? I don't know. But we should call Inhumane Society and find out. Yeah. Hey, Just you might <laughs> bust through that door. Yeah, you mind if I walk in with you? Because I, I got to get a visual of what's going yeah. on. <laughs> They're like, no, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to need to see. I, I live right next to him. I'll make that's, sure they're not abusing these dogs. That's so strange. I think you would know if they're abusing the dogs. They though, don't right? sound like they're being beaten, but they sound like they're being neglected. Unless they're just whiny puppies. 
Could be. But I can't tell. I've never seen the dogs. You've never seen the dogs mm. ever. What if they're like babies? Yeah. They could be. Or what if they're like, what, baby humans? No. Oh. Like baby dogs. <laughs> yeah. that's. Like, <laughs> what if they're actually people? <laughs> no, that's what I thought. Like, maybe they're just whiny puppies. Uh-huh. Um, and they're not being neglected. Because they're not crying all day and night. Uh, but... You know, select times a day. I'm like, what's going on over there? Maybe they were just left alone and they're just whiny and needy, you know? And, so you know, strange. fresh. <laughs> I noticed there was a bunch of shit, like, in the parking lot to be thrown away. Is someone, like, moving out or something? Dude, that happened over the last couple of days. No way. That brown couch, I saw the guys taking it out. Uh-huh. And then the next day, it was like half of that was there. I low-key want that couch. Their shit. Take it. <laughs> it's gonna be there for some time. You think so? Yeah, you could take. You could probably take it within the next couple of days. It's been there for three or four days already. Fuck! It doesn't look that bad in shape. I'll just think it for I the garage because I thought about it too, and I was like, "Oh, this is nice. It like, is not, nice. You know, it's not. It's not too chewed up or anything." At first, I thought it was your couch. Oh, it no. looked a lot like your couch. I'm yeah. like, is he getting rid of it already? Yeah. <laughs> thought about it because it's huge. I would like a smaller couch. You know. It makes the space if it's comfortable, bigger. it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Though. I those, can sleep on that couch. Those smaller couches are really hard to get comfortable in. Yeah, and I went to an Airbnb one time, and, and me and this girl sat on the couch, and I felt like we're gonna break that shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know, they're like unregulated hotels, so they're just cheap ass couches and <laughs> just all, on pallets. It was all for look. Yeah, it's just yeah. cushions on pallets. Yeah. Hey, we know you could sleep on the bed and stuff, but the couch don't sit on it. It's not suitable. Yeah, it's for show. Just it's for show. Yeah. For the pictures. Yeah, don't even rest anything on it. Just <laughs> don't put your co- coat on it. <laughs> yeah. We know you paid for it, but yeah. It'd be nice to have an Airbnb. Or uh, owning a different property and then renting it out for Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I hear some horror stories, though. Have you seen those? What? Some of them make the rounds online of like uh, horror stories from Airbnb hosts. People refuse to leave. People who trash the place, and they're but they're also like the main resident, the like secondary residents of the hosts. Mm -hmm. Like they actually live there for a good chunk of the year. Interesting. Yeah, it's like well, first off, that's a that was a dumb idea. (laughs) Don't live in the in that same house. Yeah, as much as you want to, that's not a good idea, you know. But damn, like that sucks. And then all the legal costs of like evicting these people or cleaning up all the shit that they left. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. People are fucked up. Yeah. And you would know cause you're, you're a server. <laughs> you come across all these shitty people. Oh, you must have like real horror stories though. Of, like how many times do people send back food for the simplest oh, mishap? Yeah. And you have to I, remake an entire thing. And you work in a factory type, I mean, yeah, factory type restaurant, right? Where you guys have a budget to do that, right? Make it again. That's what they want. You know what? A lot of the front of the house people do say about that company is that people think we're, I mean, it's a billion dollar company. So, yes, they have a lot of leisure of just being like, fuck it, throw it away and make another one. Mm-hmm. That people come in and complain just to comp a meal and just get a free meal. Yeah. It's insane. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nuts to me. And I think, yeah, there is more horror stories, I guess, in that type of thing like that. Mm. What's one thing that just drives you nuts? On um, when they bring back uh, 
plate with the hair on the food that is significantly their hair. Like they have colored hair. Oh. Like what? Like wow. that is your hair, dude. There's not a blonde in this in this kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that is your hair. Damn. And the server would be like, oh, that's her hair. Like for sure. They know it too. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly get more mad about the servers there. Really? Fuck up. Oh. Uh, must yeah. be a lot. Yeah, before before COVID, there was a lot, but we have a new general manager now, so like she's more on it. Mm-hmm. And even though it makes you know our job harder back there too, but I'm glad she's on it because so much less comps, less mistakes because yeah. people would get fired after some time. Yeah, people are very careless. They don't right. fucking care. And well, if like management doesn't care, why would you care? Yeah. yeah. I also hate when like servers like stand and like wait for their food, and I'm like, dude. Look at my screen real quick. Like, I'm not going to give it to you anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, you're six in minimum. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th- I guess that shit kind of bugs me. Mm. What? Do they ever give you shit? Like, do they yell at you or anything? Do they ever try to, like, nah. hassle you? Nah. Yeah. Nah, never. That's good. It's all favoritism there. You know how it is. Yeah. I think. But no. I mean, I feel like everyone, major- like, majority at Twisted Sage is awesome. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Just straight up awesome. Yeah. At Cheesecake, it's like that, but then you have a few people who are like, I don't fucking know you, and I could go without you. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Is it like a high turnover rate? Uh, probably oh, front yeah. of house, anyway. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Especially back at the house, because people realize they can't handle it. You know what's funny? There's so many people who go to school to be a cook and then get hired there, and then, like, can't handle it. Damn. Because it's not about going to school and learning it. It's about, it's like, about doing it. It's about doing it. Mm. They don't teach you that like Cordon Bleu, all right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why they fucking closed down. <laughs> Chef will tell you she graduated from Le Cordon Bleu. Did she? Yeah. It's called yeah. something else now. But uh, see, Chef is so fucking badass, like, and and she's knowledgeable. Like, I've, you know what's funny? I've learned how to be a machine and a mechanical robot at Cheesecake, but Twisted Sage was, like, teaching me of, like, recipes and stuff and taste and like opening my palate and i'm like this is where it's really at like, yeah this is knowledgeable it's not about um reciting recipes and just doing it yeah well you're not a f- factory yeah at, at sage you're you're creating stuff that people learn to like yeah you know not yeah. learn to like in like a negative way but like Oh, why are balsamic onions on a turkey sandwich? This is kind of weird, right? But like, oh, no, that works. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's delicious. I didn't think I would like that. I didn't think I would like that. And, and then I gave it a shot. I was like, oh, this is delicious. Ooh. I don't like onions at all. Yeah, there's a... Uh, we have a tomato basil pasta and we put balsamic. We mm. base the chicken in balsamic vinaigrette and it's good. Seems like it would be strong. Actually, not that yeah. much. It, it, it's very because it's on the plancha, so like, it's burning, and you put the sauce on, and it kind of eliminates it. It barely lingers a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's been um, based in it for a day or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, just on the spot. Just a little kiss. Yeah, <laughs> just a little kiss. Yeah, um, that sounds good. What What's funny about Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> and I think it's the one I come into they they try to have in-house cooks so they will they will like have dishwashers and they'll i know i know how the managers work i talk to them all the time mm-hmm. like, i tell them like why the fuck did you put that guy on the line i'm like it's this guy you should yeah. you should really consider and my boss is like oh well i just i just because he's older blah 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 i'm like look chef 
not everyone in the dish room to the lines of fucking Disney movie, okay? It's not just going to have this fucking great turnaround, yeah. all right? Except for me, for the exception. Yeah. In two restaurants, at least. That I, just, <laughs> that I can think. Because you started dishwashing, right? Yeah. Well, I, when, I went in, when I went to... Uh, <laughs> when I went uh, when I went to Twisted Sage, I wanted to be a dishwasher because I didn't want to stress over the food. Yeah, I was already stressing at that time. I was fairly new over over there, mm-hmm. and when I gradually got better and how I am today, and like um, Chef kind of realized it when she kind of like, you know what? Are you sure you don't want to cook? And I'm like, if you need me to, I would. And I think at one point they got to where they need me to. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of was comfortable there. You know how I was doing the sandwiches and stuff? Yeah. I was comfortable there. I'm like, I don't want to do anything else. Mm-hmm. But I've learned so much from prior to that where it was like, you know what? You want to put me on all these other stuff? I got you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it's, I already know how you guys function. Yeah. I see what I'm getting myself into at this point, and I know I could do it. Yeah. So uh, that's what kind of happened. And that's where I kind of like hate that, like, I didn't get to really grind that out there. Right. I was just barely fresh of doing everything, and then, you know. But yeah, come back. <laughs> Dude, I would. <laughs> I would if. I think it's all about the money. Mm. And honestly, like having all this time in quarantine and realizing what I want to do. I'm like, I can't do two jobs anymore, man. That was killing me. Dude. Yeah. If it, one covers it, why do two? Yeah. One barely covers it, though. Yeah. Uh, well, not barely. I'm still living the life that I want to. I just got so used to this certain amount of money. Yeah. But um, it just, there's more pros to going over there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's why I kind of want to go visit because I, I wish or I hope that chef knows it's not about how she treated me because she treated me amazing. Mm-hmm. They've been nothing but amazing to me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was hard. It was hard, but it's for the best for me. And that's how you know you're being an adult. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Do what is best for you. Well, because in the end, everybody does what's best for themselves, you know? So it's like, they'll do what's best for them. Yeah. I mean, I'm... You know, I like to care about certain things, you know? I'm like the type of guy who walks into a restroom and someone peed all over the toilet seat. I'm like, "Ah, should I clean it for them? No. <laughs> but you think about but it. But I think about <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people don't think about it. <laughs> my first thought is, should I? My second thought is, oh, how bad is it? All right. Uh, <laughs> if it's really bad, then I'm not going to do it. If it's a fucking unisex one and I know a girl's going to walk into that. Yeah. I mean. Well, uh, you don't want her to think you did it. You exactly. <laughs> That's the worst one. Yeah. When you didn't do it yeah. and then they walk in and they're like, that guy? Yeah, he did it. Yeah, because you're sitting with your friends at the bar, and she walks out, she looks at you. She's like, oh, that guy. That guy left a deuce in the fucking toilet for me. You're like, no, it wasn't me. Has anybody, I just couldn't flush it. Has anybody walked in on you taking a shit? No. Never. Never? Not that I can think of, no. I'm going to confidently say no. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Especially in a bar or, like, public place. But you're in a you're in a different world when uh, you have to take a shit in a bar. Usually, you got to get that out of the way. I, I mean, if you if it's unbearable, you're not living life until you let go. I think is what I guess it's okay at a bar, but <laughs> yeah, no one wants to do it. Like no one wants to shit at a porta potty. No, so I feel like feel bad for women 
um, uh, festivals just having to sit down yeah and they're like no i squat and i'm like wow you're working out every time to go pee Mm -hmm. and then they leave pee all over the seat (laughs) shout out to women at festivals (laughs) you're okay we do it too sometimes yeah yeah because if if you're drunk in a porta potty and the light's not turning on or there isn't a light or or someone screams really loud and you just turn your head real quick (laughs) or actually you know it's the one it's when you're peeing and you sneeze <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes weird. a whole Zorro look. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Zorro. You're, dri- oh. you're drizzling. <laughs> we garnish this yeah, toilet. You're gonna garnish this plate right now yeah. with some drizzle. <laughs> it's beautiful. Sell it. It's even even better <laughs> when somebody opens the door you forgot to lock. <laughs> <laughs> Or you thought was locked, and it's like, okay, yeah, you're really going to drizzle this thing as you try to do three things at once. You know what's funny? Uh, years ago, I worked at an office space, and we had this kind of big restroom. And on the urinals, there was this guy. He was, like, very interesting dude. Mm-hmm. Very interesting dude. You just had to meet him. I don't <laughs> want to describe him, but he, every time he pissed in the urinal, his pants were all the way down to his ankles. <laughs> Like people joke around about that, but like he was like really doing it. And you ever seen that before? Yeah, in high school. In high school, I was like a senior, and there was a freshman. Oh, doing he it. doesn't know any better. He was probably straight from homeschool. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, you must not be in public if you do that, <laughs> or maybe you, you just never peed in public. Did you say something? No, something? no, I walked right on by. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I thought it was just very strange. I just saw bare white ass. Just. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird because then I looked down. And I'm like, oh, underwear, pants, and underwear at the ankles. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? Here? Yeah, it Why? is. It is weird. There's something not, uh, you know, going on in their head or something. I don't know, man. But that's weird. Just like it just seems so vulnerable, like it unnecessarily does. vulnerable. It's some dude. It's like put pooping a in the stall with the door open. It's like, no one's going to go in there with you in it, but they can see you. <laughs> the balls on that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just to not care. Not hanging as low as the pants, though. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Right. Right. Let's go get it. Let's do it. I got to pee. Dude, the fourth round. <laughs> That's gonna be the one. Yeah, the We're third round is like constantly. I'm I'm chilling. I could probably get what I need to go get done today, and then the fourth round's like either I just fully dive into this or I'm gonna go home and not really do shit. Yeah, yeah. That's when you make a decision. Uh, yeah. Is yours on? Yeah, I just oh, had okay. to double make sure. I didn't want to accidentally move the little switch on the <laughs> mic. Makes me nervous. I know. I keep playing with it. And I'm like not touching it uh-huh. or only touching it, not moving it. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to flip it around, you know, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but then you feel it on the other side of your finger. Ooh. Yeah. Right now already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, how do you feel about shows now? You going to go? Have you been to any shows since they started coming back up? Wait, I got. Why do I have to think about that? I feel like I want to say yeah, but <laughs> I've only I been know. to one. You've been to a show already? Just one, and it was at a casino. No, I don't think. No, I haven't been in a show. Mm. No, and you went to a casino. Where do you go, Morongo? Uh, the Paula 
uh, casino in Temecula. Oh, did you see uh, uh, Ted Nugent or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You know those people on the billboards? <laughs> yeah. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And <laughs> Minus Tom Petty. <laughs> Minus <laughs> just the Heartbreakers. Yeah. The Heartbroken Heartbreakers. The Heartbroken Heartbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who did you uh, see? It's my friend's uh, No Doubt cover band. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's she fronts this band called No Duh. No Duh? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so she's Gwen Stefani. And they just put on a fucking show, man. Like, yeah. They they all play their parts, uh-huh. and everybody just loves it. They I, are a that's crowd so crazy. It when was when a band fully in in like indulges into the characters of like who they're playing to. Yeah, because they do a whole like uh, a recreation, I guess, of a of one of the DVDs. My girlfriend was telling me uh-huh. um, because she's the biggest no doubt fan I ever met next mm-hmm. to Gwen Stefani mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like oh my god this is from the DVD she's doing this and that blah 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 and the guy looks like Tony and like she's just pointing out all the accuracies of it and I'm like damn like they nailed it yeah it's so cool and everybody was eating it up yeah yeah like that generation was there yeah you know the like the 90s uh, everyone who grew up in the 90s yeah um Loving it. So cool, man. That is so it was sick. so awesome. And, but it was so super, sick. like, it was weird. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, kind of a convention hall, you know? Uh, with those, like, church seats, you know? Like, those office chairs meant for, like, a, a conference hall, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Nice. And um, it was cool. It was just a big open space. And then after the set, everybody went to go gamble. Because <laughs> we're at a casino, and it only ended at, like... 1130 oh yeah and they're open forever so you know everybody just went about their night oh man yeah you make me want to go to a casino it's cool i like casinos i went with remember milo i went with milo to a casino really birthday yeah oh i think i heard about him like really getting into like playing cards yeah he was getting getting into that for a while yeah yeah Uh, so we played blackjack i just i was terrible at it i think he made some money yeah yeah we went to uh not Morongo. We went San Manuel. Oh, nice. Oh, I would cool hope spot. so. His glasses look like they see into the future. <laughs> they definitely see through cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, dude. Yeah, man, those glasses. I put them on. I was like, I, I see myself like <laughs> seeing backwards. It's amazing. I thought I had bad vision. <laughs> oh, damn. I have terrible vision. My glasses are really deep. Yeah, but I mean, obviously you can't tell compared to his. Yeah. Or you feel like Velma? Like when they fall out? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. My glasses. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can't drive without them. Yeah. <laughs> my my sister, Not well, comfortably. My, my older stepsister, when uh, she was younger, I heard that she purposely failed her eye vision test to get glasses because it was popular to get glasses around that time. Well, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was popular to get like fake glasses. I think she just wanted to do the real thing. Fine, I get that makes it real. At least you get prescription in those hipster ass glasses. <laughs> I know, just get the fake ones. You're gonna get a headache if you get something else. I hated that because I was, I was called four eyes growing up, like not picked on, but I was called four eyes for sure. Yeah. And then it became cool all of a sudden because I don't know. Wes Anderson said it was cool, so like <laughs> everybody wanted to do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like man, fuck all you. And then you were like. Fuck this, I'm wearing contacts. Yeah, I've been wearing these since I was four years old. I w- it wasn't cool when I was a kid. Now it's all of a sudden badass. And, <laughs> and then you go to a bar and literally everybody has glasses on. Yeah, with no, no, no lenses. lenses. I was about to say that. No lenses. Yeah. 
I'm gonna poke you like Mo. It's a fucking fashion <laughs> statement, yeah. right? Poke you like Mo. <laughs> I want a flaming Mo's right now. You remember that episode? I just saw it recently. I really? was never I was never a big uh, Simpsons fan. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't like it, I just didn't watch it. Uh-huh. And I didn't have any older siblings to get me into it. Yeah. I'm like right in that area, you know. So Age good. wise. So good. Watch season oh, five. Yeah. So good. Season five's uh my favorite. Is that uh, Flaming Mo uh, season? Because I've seen that episode. Uh sure. I w- I don't think it's in that season, but it's around maybe what to like seven, the seventh season or mm. maybe around that little realm. But yeah, I really enjoy old Simpsons. Dude. There's always something in there that just like, it's fucking hilarious. It could have been made today, which is so great. I'm watching old episodes and it's like, I'm like, oh, this is all still relevant. Yeah. How? You know, it's like they predicted everything or they're just, or we've never changed. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever one. You know? I think, um, well, season five, I think I like because Conan O'Brien was a writer in that season mm-hmm. or ha- halfway through. Mm. But he was a writer for other seasons, too. And, and that makes sense because I've always been a fan of Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I didn't realize it until later. I'm like, oh, he was a writer. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, like, um, I like him. I was never into talk shows. I liked him. Mm-hmm. I saw more of him than any other talk show. And I always thought he was funny, but like I've never watched talk shows. I think I recently saw that he's done. Like he's, yeah, I just called it quits. I think I don't know if it was a joke. I just saw him do one with Bill Burr recently on YouTube. Oh really? Yeah, and um, it was pretty good. Mm. And I don't know if it was a joke with Bill Burr. It was like, can you say where are you going to announce your like this? He, it was him, uh, Bill Burr, and him just sat down like. Uh, but with no audience, mm-hmm. it was like a fake audience, and yeah. then it was just Andy Rick- Richter, yeah, like just there. <laughs> he was the only live person, yeah. But it was really funny because I think it really gave you a type of feel with the conversation. It wasn't like just for the audience. It was yeah. like a really like just me and you. Yeah, I think they try to do that with Letterman, but they had a real audience. Oh. The one he did on Netflix, right? Did you ever see that? Oh, what's it called? Now introducing or now something introducing, like, yeah. yeah. So I think he's going to do the same thing maybe for another streaming. I want to say maybe HBO. Uh-huh. Maybe. Conan O'Brien. That'll be cool. I would definitely watch it if it's more of a personal kind of mm-hmm. interview kind of thing. Well, that's what I always loved about comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. You know, like, say that. what you will about Jerry's stand-up, but like the show is brilliant. Yeah. I <laughs> love Seinfeld so fucking much. And I'm re-watching Curb Your Enthusiasm right now. Oh, my God. I got it. Need to finally watch that episode. I don't have HBO Go. I need to. Like, I'll give you my HBO. Oh, you're the best. Really? I will. I would. Oh. No, I will. <laughs> like, no, I definitely will. I'll you give you my CBS no then. You have CBS? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm down. I had to get it for Star Trek. Ooh. But now that we're between seasons, so I'm just chilling on it. No, <laughs> I'm down. You could never go with too many streaming services. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, don't want that many. Yeah, well, you don't yeah. want because you're paying for them. But I mean, if you're yeah. not paying for them, no, why not? Yeah, you know, no, definitely you can have it. I make your own profile; you'd be legit. Oh, you're too sweet. Yeah, I have like two other people on there, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Before they get wise to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one where he, where Larry David like realizes if he wears a MAGA hat, people don't talk to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he wears it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Or like cops are cool with him. And like some dick who cut him off with a truck is like, oh, sorry. Sorry, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is like a superpower. <laughs> He's about to come out with a new season. Oh, fuck yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy to me. Like how he's so looks so old, but at the same time he's looked the same forever. Even when he was younger, when he had dark hair, that's crazy. He was still balding. He looked more older then, if anything. He looks better now, dude. Don't don't you think that like, do your grandparents look younger now, or like your parents look younger now than they did when in the older photos? Yeah. Because, like, my grandma, I got one grandparent left. And when she was younger, she looked older. Uh-huh. And maybe it's just because I was a little kid and I thought all old people looked ancient. But yeah. she definitely looks younger now, you know? Uh, yeah. I don't know how. I don't... It's got to be a... It's just a me psychological thing. Or like, Adaptation. Yeah. People... Everyone's trying to look young now. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many people in my family who've gotten work done mm. and blows my mind. I don't know about work done. It's so, uh, it's strange to me. Now, some people look scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Courtney Cox looks scary. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, well, you well, know. Well, last time I saw her was in Cougar Town. Yeah, Remember she looks scary. Show? Yeah. It was a horrible. Bit, yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> all they did was just drink wine. And I was like, that's cool. I don't care. You just look like, you look like the show's title. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I I was recently talking about Seinfeld because uh, they're doing that Friends reunion, and for some reason, just Seinfeld fans just feel the need to be like, "Fuck Friends, Seinfeld's better." Like you can't compare the two. Yeah, but Seinfeld is better. I will pick one. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Seinfeld. Yeah, hands down. Friends um, had its moments for sure, and I've seen it a million times. It was on TBS for so long. Lately, I keep finding myself talking to like my friends and being like, "Oh, that's a Seinfeld episode," like or what we're talking about. Reference to a friends or no, like um, just like life, like oh oh, that that (laughs) ironicness. Oh, that's a Seinfeld episode. Uh, Last night, I just mentioned the one where um, George is dating this girl, and he's afraid of meeting her friends, including Jerry, because Jerry's so funny. That yeah. she might think that he's so funny, she <laughs> likes him. So he's like, do not be funny. Yeah. And he's all depressive and sad. And then she ends up liking that. She likes his brooding, depressive nature. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, Happy birthday. Like There's no such thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, one of my favorite ones is fucking George doing the opposite of everything. And his life is so much better. And then uh, him being a bad boy. You remember that one? <laughs> yeah. That was fucking hilarious. What are you up to? You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. He's like right next to the car, all cool. What, what are you, a varsity jacket <laughs> yeah. on? He's young, he's bald. He's trying he's to dress like not even well. close to that age anymore. Yeah. The George is the best character, which I mean, it's Larry David, but like. That's what was my favorite part, that, or favorite thing learning about the show is that like, yeah, he modeled Larry. it after himself. Yeah. And that's what Curb is all about. That's George, right? But, like in so per- many ways. It's perfect. Someone said, uh, I saw in a comment that like, if Larry David had decided to play George back in the day, it wouldn't have worked. And it's so perfect that Kirby enthusiasm came out when it did, because it's Seinfeld, but more of like that, not that 90s sitcom laugh track type shit. Yeah. It's more real life. And like, that's what makes it even like a different kind of funny but right. it's still the same humor yeah so they're both great in their own ways yeah the, the laugh track for curb is the awkward looks on people's faces when awkward shit happens that and i love the music the 
Have you seen people making memes of that? Of like people saying fucked up shit in the news, and then it'll be like, I don't know, uh, Harvey Weinstein saying saying something about you know anti anti harassment, and then it shows a headline of him. Oh, he has all these allegations, and then plays the music after. <laughs> oh, no, I got to see that. Just a million things like that. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's so funny. It's like that bait and switch. Mm. Oh man, especially lately, the one that came to mind was uh, with all the with Israel bombing that shit out of Palestine right mm-hmm. now, at per usual. But like the fact that it's in the news again, it reminded me of that curb where they go to that Palestinian fried chicken restaurant. Yes, and they uh, <laughs> I would just rec- I just saw that one recently. And he has that thing for that girl. They end up like And she's calling him like a dirty Jew. Yeah. <laughs> and he like so into I'll it. Be you dirty Jew like Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That shit was so funny. Um you know and they what? wouldn't let uh, they wouldn't let Funkhauser in because he wouldn't take off his yarmulke. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, or he had yeah, <laughs> Funkhauser. I he was such an interesting character to me because I never seen him before in my whole life. Yeah, till the show, I'm like his voice is so like raspy, so unique. Yeah, it's unique. Yeah, I'm like, how have I never seen this guy before? Is he in other stuff? I yeah, I, he was. I, I, I had a Wikipedia right away. Yeah, I never looked him up. I also think it's funny that um, JB Smooth oh my God. comes in, you know him and the family and stuff, and and then he just stays. He's yeah. just a re- reoccurring character after like half of the show. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then his family moves in. Yeah, and then he ends up dating the girl. <laughs> yeah, who moved in and then it didn't work out. Oh my God! Like, well, fuck you, Larry David. <laughs> yeah, That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, so good, dude. Yeah, he's killing. It. I can't wait for the. Uh, the newest season. Uh, what's his other friend? He plays himself. Oh, um, Jeff Garland. No, not Jeff Garland. He's hilarious. But yeah. the other guy who he's a comedian, older dude. They're friends with the long hair. Richard, yes. Richard Dreyfus. Yes. Yeah. No, not Richard. Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Yeah. Richard Lewis. Who's Richard Dreyfus? I don't know. Dreyfus is somebody else's last name, I think. Elaine's. Elaine's. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. What's her name? Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That Richard uh, Lewis, he makes an appearance for one episode of this new season's about to come out. Mm. Because he's been sick as hell, I guess. He just had surgery, which is funny because they mentioned his surgery in the show. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because he plays himself. Yeah, he plays himself. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he he actually posted on Instagram like he's going to be in. uh, Larry hit him up. Be like, dude, I know you're not feeling well, but. Would you be up to come for one date just to do one episode? And he was like, "Yeah." So yeah, I'm awesome. excited to see that. Yeah, yeah. I I hope it comes out soon. <laughs> Me too. I'm really stoked. At for that. At least get that episode in. Yeah, or just I. It's gonna have to go straight to HBO, right? Or yeah. at least once a week, a new episode. That'd be nice. It is to nice. go back the old ways. It is nice because not only it's the old ways, but you don't have to worry about recording it or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be there. After this certain time, I hated that. I don't miss that. Yeah, I'm not like we're ever under threat of that happening again. But uh-huh. like having to miss a show, yeah, or wait till it goes for reruns the next year or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ugh. We're gonna do a Curb Your Enthusiasm marathon. Yeah, on New Year's Eve. <laughs> on New Year's, starting New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah, featuring Dick Clark from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm glad we could do this again. It's always a fun time. Mm. We'll do more of these. Yeah, we should. Mm. This is so fun. How's yours coming along, man? We haven't talked about yours. The Narrow Arrow podcast. The Narrow Arrow. It's been good. I've been procrastinating a lot. Same. Um, I am sitting on two episodes, um, which I think are my best episodes. I think more of my... More of... I wouldn't say famous guests, but more people that I think my friends would know of. Yeah. Um, and it's getting to the point where I'm messaging people that are just kind of out of the blue and that I personally enjoy. Uh-huh. Um, I've been talking to two or three, trying to set up a date for them for Zoom. And I'm so excited because I've been listening to their bands for years, mm. years. And I can't even imagine just having this conversation with them. And that's right. how it's kind of getting to the point. Um it's been really good, really fucking grateful, and um, just, yeah, but I've been procrastinating on editing, like, editing, trying to do my own music thing, uh, I've been, you know, I've been recording my music and stuff, mm-hmm. I recently went to go record with somebody else, I brought in my own, like, uh, sessions and stuff, mm-hmm. and see what we could use, and blah, 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 so I should be coming out with a song, and, like, officially, and, like two three months fuck yeah yeah so i've been trying to do that come back and and talk about that one yeah no definitely and um yeah just trying to be creative as fuck and honestly trying to been i need to like exercise more Mm. i'm not exercising more i'm fucking working and just kind of like getting by but Mm. i know i could be better with my time right right but i'm really happy right now you know like do you ever feel like you look back and be like, ah, oh, I didn't know it, but at that time I was at my happiest. Mm. I know that right now I'm at my happiest right now. Good. Yeah. That's good. I think it comes with age. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. you start to recognize what is good and what isn't. And yeah. Right all now. All the nuances in between. Right now I'm good. I recently broke up with my girlfriend because oh. I'm like, I'm young and I still have my hair and I should worry about my health. <laughs> it's a rebuilding year and 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 i'm busy and and there's a lot of factors that why it's not i'm not happy in it and she's an amazing person which sucks because me and her get along very 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 well um but yeah i realized that the time to do stuff is now and i just try to make the best of it and i'm fucking happy man good man Um, that's good to hear yeah what about you that's awesome man I've been working out, actually. <laughs> I just started you working out again. like a lot skinnier. Since Do I? Good. Yes. It's working. But you've <laughs> always been skinny. I've always been a little, like, small. I have a small frame, I think. I've always been a little chubby, I thought. I think yeah. so. I don't know. Maybe I got an issue. <laughs> Bulimia complex? Or yeah. Just looking in the mirror. I got a good appetite. Else? Yeah? I don't throw up or anything, but, like, I got a, I got a good appetite. <laughs> you eat three times a day? No. You fast in the morning? No, I pig out once a day. It's uh, not I, a good thing to I do. I used to do that um, <laughs> like four years ago, mm. and I would run a lot, but I would pig out for an hour. Like, oh, shit. Like I, would, but like, I would just didn't eat all day except this one space. Yeah. And then I was it. Yeah. So that's what you What do. did you eat, though? Fucking anything. Anything? Like anything. good for working out or like... No, anything, because I was running like five miles at the time. So yeah. I was burning calories and i was in a good spot yeah um but lately i would just eat junk food as fuel uh kind of i mean i eat a lot of shit that's not really good for me like chips 
yeah. meat chips all the time, uh, especially at the restaurant. I still wings, buffalo wings and ranch. Like, yeah, I love that shit, dude. <laughs> I fucking love it. Like boneless wings? No, I go um, bone in now. That's I'm, not as much, right? You're getting way less chicken. Yeah, really? no, that's you know it's funny you mentioned that. I was <laughs> thinking about that. Like, you do get less chicken. Yeah, but it's still fried. It's so. a chip. That's why, like, well, it's still yeah. Well, the fried, taste is better, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's all about the flour, though. Where you go, like Buffalo Wild Wings, I hate their fucking service, but I would pick Buffalo Wild Wings over Wingstop any day. I like Wingstop for the uh, for the for the bo- for the boneless wings. The boneless wings. Because oh, they're, they're just bad. they're just chicken strips. They're yeah, big no. ass chicken strips. Yeah, and they have pretty good sauces. You know? Yeah, like, get you the same want to go mango habanero and yeah. Oh, <laughs> mango habanero. Yeah, we. Sh- you know what, dude? I have one of the sauces from Hot Ones. We should do a Hot Ones podcast. Fuck yeah! Would I'm, you be down? I'm down. Yeah, I'll get the wings. We're gonna I'll bring f- the wings. You bring the sauce. Okay, we'll <laughs> fucking suffer. I have. Like a mild tolerance yeah? to heat. Yeah. Ah, you'd be okay. Yeah. Not like my like I can handle a decent amount, but we'll see. We'll see how far this can go. I'd like to up my tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> up your game? Yeah. Like I haven't eaten a ghost pepper, but I can eat some hot food, you know? I eat I get extra spicy at the Indian restaurant, you know? <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Well also they I think they tone it down for us. Oh, they have to. Either way. They're like, like hey, dude, the mild is like kicking over mm. there. You ever have hot chicken? No. Hot chicken? Like Nashville hot chicken? You ever get that? I've yeah. had like Nashville sauce on chicken. Mm. Um, is that what you're kind of talking about? Like or like kick you in the face hot sauce? No, but I'm willing to do it. Mm. Any, I'm d- willing to do it right now. <laughs> I got it from, um, I wish there was a place nearby. Um there's a place called Baba's Chicken in mm. uh, Riverside. I've uh-huh. been wanting to check out, and they do hot chicken. Yeah, we should make a trip. I'm down and go. Yeah, um, and Riverside, has, we should hit the downtown. Is it in downtown? Yeah, it's yeah. right down. It's right next to uh, the concert lounge. Oh fuck yeah! I'm yeah. down. I'm totally. I'm for real. Fucking down. Let's fucking do it. That'll be fun. Uh, hot chicken before the beer or after the beer? Before, so the beer refreshes us. <laughs> Yeah. And then we can just talk shit afterwards. <laughs> just like dogs at the bar, like, could I get a... <laughs> Dude, so I, w- I went to Nashville, right, to visit a friend. Uh-huh. And he's like, I, w- I was like, they've got this hot chicken place I've been hearing about. I saw it on Anthony Bourdain. And I was like, I want to go. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right down the street. I know exactly where it is. It's called Bolton's Hot Chicken. It's famous for this hottest shit ever. And I go up and I was like, give me the hot one. And he's like, oh, all right. He gives me a look. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. It's going to be hot. I'm, I'm excited. He's like looking at me like I'm a tourist. I was like, while it's being made, I was like, hey, you ever eat this one? And he's like, fuck no. Just straight out, fuck no. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I want to eat it. I can't eat it. It's too hot. It's a gimmick. I was like, I got this. I took three bites of a, of a it was a breast, uh-huh. big ass fried breast. Uh-huh. Three bites I got through, barely. And I couldn't breathe. Like, I couldn't think. All There was just this pain in my mouth. And then they say, don't... <laughs> the the uh, There was a sign at the front that said, don't touch your eyes. Don't touch your skin. Don't touch your children. Oh, that's children. how you know it's fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. I thought I got it off my hands. Uh-huh. 
and I wiped my eyes. I was just like scratched my eye or something. Got it in my eyes. Hour, hour and a half of just crying. <laughs> like we, like just tears coming yeah. out. And my buddy's like, are we going out or not? I went to visit him just so we could hang out and catch up and go out to bars. He was uh-huh. giving me a tour of East Nashville. And he's like, are we going out or what? I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. I left it in his fridge. <laughs> and we ended up we ended up going out. It went away eventually, but it took a while, man. That was a long hour and a half. Wait, my bad. Where was that again? Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. It's funny you say that. My good friend who I work with, he is in um, Nashville right now mm. for a wedding. You know who Jared Nichols is? Yeah, it sounds familiar. Famous fucking guitar player, yeah. uh, shredder kind of dude on Jared Instagram. Nichols, Very yeah. famous, old school style. His mom is dating the manager of him. And uh, it's funny, when his mom's pet, I'm like, is that a signature guitar of Jared Nichols? She's like, oh, yeah, she's dating, you know. So, you, oh, you know him? <laughs> yeah. And see, the funny thing about my friend is that he's, uh, we would say he's a ghetto baby. He's from Boyle Heights like me, but he was more like more of a kind of like tagger kind of dude. Yeah. Very fucking funny, though. He yeah. is. He is better than the lifestyle that he was brought up in, the way I kind of see it. Yeah. He's very, I love him. And fucking, he um, always been around famous people his whole life Mm -hmm. because of his mom and the managers or whatever. Like, he got a skateboard from Tony Hawk when he was like 13. Jesus. Like, signed by him. That's Met him. Wow. Doesn't give a fuck. And he, uh, one time he was like, oh, Chris Cornell, you know that dude? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I hung out at his studio and like touched all his guitars like and just like whatever. He's like, I really didn't know who he was. Though. I'm like, dude, what? I love Chris Cornell. You touched the cross of Jesus and basically. Like, who's that guy? Basically. <laughs> so when I was like, oh, yeah, Jared Nichols? He's like, yeah, you know him? I was like, yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'm not like well kept with him, but I know how big he is. Yeah. I know his, his statue. I'm like. That's recognize fucking, that yeah, status. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking, yeah, his status is up there. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious that he just doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But he's surrounded by people that everybody would be like, oh my God, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, yeah, like whatever. What a weird position to be in. True. Because it's like, you're surrounded by gold, but you have no need for gold. Yeah, you just don't care for it. Weird. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Yeah. My, uh, my friend that I, one of my friends in high school, her parents, her mom in particular, was a good friend of Boy George. Mm. They were super close, like best friends. And he called her every time he got in trouble with the law, coke or hookers or whatever the fuck, whatever got him in trouble. And so she hung <laughs> out with him as a kid when she uh-huh. was a kid. Yeah. And she's like, I know, boy. But she loved it. Like, she recognized, like, how cool that is. Like, because she was a big fan of, of the Culture Club and, and just him in general. She, He's the sweetest guy. And, like, he's a family friend. And she didn't take it for granted, you know. But it's like some people do. Or well, so, some people just don't know. And it's, yeah, like, not their fault. Or, like, know? even if she wasn't a fan of what he did, but, like, she was so good friends with him. Mm. She just sees the friend in him. She doesn't yeah. see the the fame or, or whatever yeah or what she also just loved him as like he was like an uncle to her you know mm. interesting yeah yeah this is very interesting yeah um. i don't have any well my on my dad's side uh my who married into the family too he uh he owns in azusa 
uh, a magic shop. He closed it down just recently. Magic shop? A magic shop where, like, he builds props and stuff for magicians. Uh-huh. And, like, he's a magician, famous magician, I guess. His Alex Zagor or Alex, Alan Zagorski. And, um... He built stages for Penn and Teller and and uh, David Blaine and like he's he's like royalty in that in that yeah. world. Yeah. Um, and it's like yeah, that's my uncle. Like I haven't seen him in years, but yeah, that's my uncle. I grew up with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always those people that are doing things like I haven't seen him in forever because yeah. they're in their own little shit. Well, he's busy. Little world. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's retiring. He got rid of the. Sh- he's getting rid of the shop and. But like, also my dad's side, like I'm not super close with them. I haven't seen a lot of them in years. But like, I'll meet a, ma- a magician. I've met a few magicians where I'm like, do you do you know the name Alex Alan Zagorski? And they're like, what? Yeah. Oh my god, he's a legend. And I'm like, oh, it's my uncle. No point of pride. Yeah. No <laughs> fucking way. Yeah. But I haven't seen in years. But like, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Man. That's amazing. Yeah, mm. I don't. The only thing, it's funny, I really don't, now you're talking about it. I don't have anybody famous in my family, except, because I recently saw him at my grandma's funeral. Mm -hmm. Um, His name is Joaquin, or he calls himself Jack. It's my mom's cousin. He was on VH1's uh, fashion show with Vivica A. Fox. Who is, do you know who that is? Vivica Fox? She's on Curb. Oh, yeah. She yeah. was the, the girl, yeah. Yeah. And um, he, what, it was like a fashion contest, kind of. Mm-hmm. Fashion designer, I think. And he might, I mean, we're Mexican, so like family gave him shit for being gay. Mm. He was gay. Yeah. But he wanted to be a girl. So he got so much shit for it. But at the time, I remember I was like 13 at a family party and never seen him before. My mom was like, oh, yeah, it's your uncle um, Jack. And. He's going to be on the show on VH1. And I'm like, oh, it's about to come on. But he was still a guy. So when I saw him on the funeral, he already transitioned to a girl. Oh. I was like, that per- person looks familiar. And yeah. then I realized it until someone said something. I'm like, oh. And, but he he didn't win the competition, but he got like recognized at least by TMZ because TMZ was like, making fun of him or fucking Jesus. or trying to get him on the streets doing stupid shit right right those yeah vultures. which is funny yeah yeah those fucking vultures <laughs> but yeah if anything that's probably the closest famous person to my family damn but i thought it was interesting i mean to be on vh1 or on a reality tv show real quick i mean which is that's cool scary to think about yeah it's cool but it's kind of scary to think about like you know reality tv and shit like that like you know to be like like on ink master like something like fake not fake, but like once you're on, like uh, my friends who tattoo, they're like, once you're on Ink Master, you're like a joke, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, they kind of always saw like, oh, you're a joke, like you're just up there, like it's all for show, mm. trying to be the best. Not that's not what the whole thing was about, like tattooing was all about. That wasn't the beginning of it, yeah. Yeah. But do you think? Uh, do you think Kat Von D started that whole thing with uh, LA Ink? Yeah, was that the first one? I think that was or, the first or Miami one among the first ones. Oh, it started off as Miami. I think Inc. Miami Inc. And then, then she moved to LA. Inc. Yeah. yeah, and then LA Inc. With uh, and then she worked with uh, Corey Miller from Upland. Yeah, yeah. I the I enjoy. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I enjoy Ink Master as much as this little bullshit. You know, it's like MTV kind of bullshit. 
Um, yeah, well, I, en- I I enjoy watching that kind of stuff and those shows and stuff like that. I like Jersey Shore. Like that first season's fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> Just revisit it. I've never seen it. No. Revisit it. I always hated that. Fucking show. hilarious. Yeah, but I also never gave it a chance. So that's oh, just not fair of me. If to say. you're gonna re- like watch it, like just know it's like stupid for a reason. Yeah, it's it's funny. It just drove me crazy every time I heard that they got forty grand each per episode. That is fucking insane per episode. So ten, that's four hundred thousand. What maybe after taxes three? Yeah, hundred thousand walking away a season. Yeah, all all you're doing is what you've already been doing. Already been doing. Actually, now you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, they're because you know they're, they're covering all the, yeah, the bar covering tabs all. and shit. Oh my Jesus. god! But I mean, I like some of those too. I like um, bar rescue. Speaking of yeah, that, I love from bar earlier, rescue. Yeah, I love bar rescue. It's so stupid, but I love it because it's so like, I mean, it was great in the beginning. And then just like all those shows, it devolves into like clearly overproduction, you know, and it's like, God, too much music here and there. Yeah. Like, yeah too much yeah, of like, yeah. oh, this is clearly staged. Yeah. But yeah. It's st- I'm still watching it. Yeah. You know, because it's still good. John Taffer is hilarious. He I is love hilarious. to watch John Taffer. I, I think it's just, I just love watching people get yelled at. Like just I bark. Guess I do. And then you yeah. know Gordon Ramsay too. I love it when he yells at people. I got over that after a while. He got too mean. I think after a while, like like he stopped giving lessons. It just more started just being a cr- dick. Yeah, it's just a straight up dick. Yeah. Um, I was reading like a, a Reddit thing of how people who've been on the show were like, he was actually a really cool guy. They just really amped him up to be a fucking dick for the show. Yeah, yeah. I heard that about. Um, was it, oh man, was it Bar Rescue? Oh, no, it was some reality show where they, they would tell. It might have been, like, the Housewives shows where they would really, like, feed them gossip. Like, the producers would be like, oh, someone said shit that was not recorded. They'll film it. Yeah. <laughs> film the <laughs> when reaction. When they're angrily walking away, film this shit. Yeah. Turn up. Turn Actually, turn down the volume because we will avoid <laughs> clipping because yeah. she's going to yell. Yeah, it's going to screech real loud. That's fucking funny. I yeah. mean, that makes sense. And, I mean, you have to manipulate the situation. And I'm sure the contracts are, like, it's embedded in them. Like, you know, that's what we're here to do. We're going to talk about your parents. <laughs> it's going to get weird. It's going to get very uncomfortable. Don't tell us shit because we're going to use it against you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. Got, I got a piece so bad. Oh, do your thing. All right, so the last time we tried to do that, we did. We didn't try to do it. We did it. I went back, and we talked for five hours. And it, we, to our credit, it didn't degenerate too quickly. Uh-huh. By hour four, it got bad. <laughs> I could only imagine, because we're just peeing back and forth. Yeah. And just, I mean. Like, we stopped telling each other we were peeing. We just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> it just got to that point dude i it had to be the shots that was it was 100 percent the shots i was very was surprised you, you brought out the bottle and, we, and you were like shots and i was like yeah <laughs> let's go well here's the thing you set the tone not blaming you or anything but you shot it and i was like okay we're gonna shoot it you know and i'm like okay we could do that no problem but then we kept doing it, and I wasn't like, "I'm gonna sip this now." <laughs> I should have, I should have been, like, I should have just sipped it. Uh, but we kept shooting them. 
Ed, that's what did me in. I don't know about you. You've got a higher tolerance than me. No, nah, dude. I was so <laughs> fucking drunk, bro. I was so drunk where I was like, I'm getting to the point whether if I, I need to go home now or else I'm never going home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like I didn't want to leave, but I just knew myself. I was just getting to the point where I'm like, oh, just not coherent yeah. at all. Yeah. And well, yeah. the couch was there if you wanted it. No, <laughs> for I know. For future yeah. reference, too. No, if we definitely. ever get to that shitty point again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, it was such a great time, though. It was a lot of fun, man. That's why I was down to do this again. It's always fun. Right? Always fun. I love doing this. Yeah. This is something I've always... I've wanted to do this for years, and then I started doing this like two years ago. But ten years ago, I was listening to Adam Carolla's podcast, uh-huh. and I was like, man, that's that looks like so much... Or it sounds like so much fun. And Heidi and Frank had a podcast after they got um, they got booted off of their radio station. Do you uh-huh. remember Frosty, Heidi, and Frank? No, I don't. Oh, they were so great. They were on 97.1. And they were on 95.5. And they would just, like, talk shit back and forth. They'd read the news uh-huh. and just find the funniest, weirdest news <laughs> articles talk and about talk it. about them. Yeah. yeah. And I always wanted to do that shit. Uh-huh. And um, only, you know, two years ago did I make a move in that direction but 10 years ago i got this little thing that would plug into your phone it's a little little microwave microwave little microphone um and it was supposed to be a slightly better microphone than your phone uh it, and it totally sucked but slightly. i would just record my friends and i talking because we'd have the most ridiculous conversations and um it didn't really work out it didn't turn into anything uh, um, that's so interesting though that yeah. you you were like so true to heart about like interest of doing it that even if it was this shitty uh, at the time this shitty little microphone that yeah. was better than your phone yeah and you were out there doing just it just trying to be, do it yeah, yeah just for fucking that's that's sick it was yeah it was it had potential you know we only did like two of them and nothing ever happened with it was it know? just you guys talking about who you had a crush on or who would you rather do <laughs> in certain classes some, some of it like who would we rather do like, yeah who would you rather do and it's always like the ones that are so hard like this girl or that girl like <laughs> ah! those are the best those are the best I, I've been obsessed with uh, you know what's funny I twist the sage on Tuesdays remember how slow it was yeah I was always like when am I gonna ask everybody today and I was like would you rather do this or this yeah and I still do that at, at the restaurant and uh, right now, I've been telling, I'll ask the managers, I'll be like, would you rather be a manager at John Incredible's Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese? Like, just the most random. You would ask that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm always thinking about what is worse and like, uh, would you be manager at Sizzler's or Carol's? <laughs> you know? Sizzler? Yeah. Sizzler is better food. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would at least like rest on those laurels. Like, at least at the end of the day, I can have some cheesy bread and a halfway decent little flank steak <laughs> yeah i <laughs> would all the uh, ice cream i would tell my uh all my friend be like uh dave and busters or buffalo wild wings oh dave and busters has better beer yeah they have more beer mm. yeah oh, but b-dubs has infinite beer and it's a club, so <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, just a, it's club. a fucking club. Yeah. Uh, would you rather be a manager at BJ's or Yard House? I don't. I'm not sure. I know the difference between the two. They're kind of pretty identical, right? Yeah. I've been to Yard House more often. I like really? Yard House. Okay. And I'd say like I've been to both of them three times. Yard House, maybe four. 
Okay. Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Pretty damn close. Yeah. Chili's or Applebee's? Applebee's. Yeah. They have the tall beers. Uh, That's the, I mean, I'm thinking of benefits. <laughs> now it's the glassware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I like that they have the, I like the layout a little better at an Applebee's because they, they have the center bar uh, and it just kind of like sets the stage for the entire restaurant. Yeah. Chili's is more of like a, it's kind of isolated. Each row of <clears throat> booths is its own little island. Uh I'm not a fan of that. Imagine the designer of Applebee's listening to this randomly and be like, oh, my God, thank you. I put in so much hard work on that design. So that was all me. I that told you. That was all me. <laughs> yeah. Look, Mom. <laughs> so funny. That's so fucking funny. Man, I've heard some fucked up versions of those questions, though. Oh, oh trust me. I have fucked up versions. Yeah, like you're asking some pretty nice, tame ones. Uh, the ones that had Twisted Sage I would ask were pretty fucked up. I remember ask? being like, would you rather drown in quicksand or drown in water? Oh, water. Yeah? I feel I, like quicksand would hurt. It's sand. Oh, I heard quicksand, you you die faster. Oh, because it's just thicker? Sand in your in your intestines just, just immediately kills you right stop away. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I would ask shit like that. Um, I feel like it would hurt worse, though, in the last in the final moments. Yeah. Fuck! What else would I ask over there? Would you rather be? Would you rather drown or be lit on fire? <sighs> drown. Yeah. Lit because, on fire. But when you're when you if you die by fire, fire burns off your your uh, nerves, apparently pretty quickly. Oh, within so you like don't a feel minute. Anything? Oh no way! Yeah. So it's like if you're fully immersed in fire, uh-huh. like you'll you'll stop feeling it pretty quickly. But that final minute is like the most excruciating thing ever. Well, I guess I save money It'll on the cremation part. So, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then they're like, "Oh, the ashes—they're gone. <laughs> they're gone." <sighs> Could you imagine? Would you rather be lit on fire, or die from fire falling from the sky, falling Ooh. from orbit? In a little satellite. Falling from orbit on fire. Only because it's cooler, right? Only because it's cooler. <laughs> and it's like, it's my last hoorah, you know? It's like my yeah. last way to go. That's why I always say, like, if the world ended, I hope it's not zombie apocalypse. I hope it's like some alien shit, mm-hmm. some Godzilla shit or something. Like, I want to see some shit before I die. Are you following all this stuff? What do you mean? All the alien stuff that's happening right now? Um, They're confirming no, I saw all these videos. Re- I recently saw something, mm. some video, and then what were they saying? Uh, government was like, yes, we are saying yes to this, this, and that. They're they're confirming that yeah, confirming videos some. that are released of UFOs are actual videos. Uh-huh. They're not doctored. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not saying they're aliens, though. They're not saying anything like that. They're not. Mm. They're very careful about the language that they that they use, which I think is really interesting. They're like, "Yes, we're watching these things. No, we don't know what they are." Um, and the videos that you see that are leaked from the government from government agents are real. Vague as hell, right? It's like, okay, so maybe they're not aliens. Maybe it's just like some foreign tech, or maybe it's tech that they're they've been working on. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But either way, I want to see some shit too. No, fuck yeah. yeah! Like if the if the next ten years are just us fighting aliens, I'm cool with that. Yeah, you know, way and then cooler. we die anyway. Way cooler. Fine. All right. Yeah. That's a, I don't want to die in my sleep. And I would <laughs> hope that's I, an option. I would hope it's some like even, you know, 
like an even battle, you know, not something like War of the Worlds where they're so huge and they just demolish everybody. Yeah. And like something maybe like like the actual movie Aliens, you know, yeah. where you can like shoot them and stuff like that. But they don't die. So yeah. you have to shoot them. You have to find creative ways to kill them. To kill them, yeah. Did you ever see uh, Signs? Oh, love Signs. Always Isn't that a solid movie. Me and my friends always talk about that scene at the party and the alien just walks by. Oh my How god. How fucking scary that, that was. That scared the shit out of me because they made that look real. Dude, that was such <laughs> a good movie. Like, um, yeah, remember the scene where M. Night Shyamalan's in the car and he's like, they're like talking and he's like, yeah, there's one inside. And he's and like, by the way, like, I trapped one in the cabinet. Yeah. In the cupboard. That Be was careful. such a good fucking movie. And then the end, too, with the baseball bat and, like, all the water shit. How which everything lined up. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a great fucking movie, man. Yeah. And fuck Mel Gibson for his anti-Semitic remarks, but damn, he's a good actor. I like Mel <laughs> Gibson. That guy really disappeared off the earth, didn't he? Well, he called somebody a Jew bastard or something like that, so... Was that after fucking... He did Passion of the Christ, right? Yeah. Was that after that? After that... Or was that recent? And I think... Even before Apocalypto, which did you see Apocalypto? I've never seen Apocalypto. That was a solid fucking movie. For real? Yeah. Watch that movie. You know what? where it's on or something? Uh, no, I saw it on a DVD. Wow, I'll look it up. Um, see how we're in the age where we're like, what is that on? <laughs> what is that on? I saw it when you could only get it one way. Yeah. Or two ways, either in theaters <laughs> or on a piece of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Crazy time. Yeah. I think he said that shit. Either after or during Passion of the Christ stuff. Because I remember there was some divide. Yeah. I, yeah that sounds yeah. about right. I grew up in an evangelical church, and they were all pressuring everybody to watch that movie. And I'm like, I read the book, man. I, like, I, I know mean, how it went down. It he was got so beaten. He got his ass yeah. beat he got his to ass death. Beat. Yeah. And they got stabbed with a, uh, with a spear, and water came out. Like, I got it. I don't want to watch that. It was just that movie that people just really like were like, yeah, well, you know the story, but it was so dramatic and you got to watch it. And it was such a big deal at the time. Yeah. For I was a kid. Yeah. Same. What, I was like, a, yeah. What year did that come out in? I don't know. Let's, take, let's look it up right now. Always love doing this. Yeah. So crazy. Just, oh, yeah. I want to answer to that question. Dude, I'll do honestly, it right now. the TV that I got. Uh huh. That's what I want. That's why I hooked it up to the computer so we could do that. You just hook it up right there. Oh, yeah. so. amazing! Two thousand four. <laughs> All right, I was sixteen. Oh, this is the year of the emo. Second wave emo, depending on who you ask. Yeah, I'm thinking of like hot topic emo. Yeah, definitely hot topic. <laughs> yeah, it was hot topic. Yeah. Emo. That's when I was buying T-shirts from a guy who looked just like Davey Havoc. In 2004, <laughs> from are, Hot Topic. Are you sure you're not Davey Havoc? Swear to God, he looks sure. like him. Yeah. Looks when he has a bunch of lip rings on his lips, he's like, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> the long hair acted like him. Yeah. From like, from like Sing the Sorrow era. Where is he now? He looks like a. I don't know. He's got that quaff and suits and like I don't know man he's a totally different person now. he went back to Do uh, Joy Division and Depeche Mode and just dressed it like more of yeah. a regular dude black audio what, what, black with a Q yeah and just got up ashless chaps and <laughs> call it a day <laughs> uh, he'll come back to that eventually oh god I don't know if I asked you before who do you feel bad about not liking musically what? 
like music wise like bands or artists who do you like who does everybody like and you're like I don't get it fuck that's a good question um Oh man, I don't know. I, it's not coming on the top of my head. No. I mean, it's, I really try to find the appreciation of any fucking thing. Mm. Um, You're gonna hate this, what? Mars Volta. For real, I'm not a musician, so I don't get it. But you know what? I understand. I if you say you don't like them, and it depends on what you listen to. To yeah. be honest, like what album? Because mm. it is kind of like their first album was very groundbreaking. And then I think everything after that got a little weirder and weirder for mm. people. Um, so I don't blame you. Um, fuck. I mean, I, I, well, <laughs> I, I know there has to be some fucking. Band There's someone out there. It's like, yeah, I don't really. Uh, for me, also, like, and I stand by these always, like, U2 and REM. Uh, I don't get it. You, I would say uh, not a specific band, but. I'm really not turned on to reggae. Uh, I can see that. I yeah. respect reggae, but when I look at the genre, reggae and hardcore are the same to me. You're following these guidelines that, uh, oh, you can't do this because it's not reggae or it's not hardcore. Right. I appreciate bands that take reggae influence, and that's what I like, but bands that are just like this typical reggae or like a typical hardcore band. It's like a D-beat band, right? Where it's like it's all oh it, it all just sounds like uh, it all just sounds like discharge or yeah, you know it's, just, it's like it's okay just, yeah so <laughs> it, there's just like a lot of things that they could do that like because I feel like reggae is like you could reggae is like you sound good to the normal ear mm-hmm. of people like oh yeah they sound great but I don't ever feel the fucking emotion I don't ever feel the fucking like there's nothing to musician it. into it yeah, yeah like like the person who's in his room alone mm. feeling something like I don't feel that from reggae yeah I don't feel that from typical hardcore bands who are just trying to be heavy either yeah you know? they're just doing something yeah so like I would say that kind of stuff and I might get a lot of shit for that um, I wouldn't I, I didn't give a fuck about country before but I would say country production and country, how they write, is pretty <laughs> damn fucking good. So, I, I but I that's like my least kind of favorite genres. Mm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Breaking yeah. it down to genre too. Yeah, I would take a bedroom band or just a true fucking local band trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Don't know their shit over somebody who's trying to perfect the genre. Yeah. It's not sentimental to me. That's why I never liked. I would get press releases all the time when I was writing, uh, writing reviews. I would get pr- uh, a, a bunch of them, uh, clear like industry plants. Clear industry plants. Like people who are just clearly industry plants, where it's like they wanted to be a singer, and they had the money, like their their family had the money, or they had the connections, the production, like I, they knew a producer, and they're not good at it. Or yeah. they're they're good at like mass producing like a product, yeah, of music like yeah. a piece of music that is just like oh that's cool, like yeah. it's catchy. It's I hear this at Starbucks and mm-hmm. I stick around a little longer. But it's like it's nothing. It's empty. Yeah, you know. And I get a lot. I used to get a lot of those where it's just like, it's music, it's good, you know. It's quote unquote good, but it's nothing. Like what is this? Yeah. You know, you know what's funny? I well, when 
you know how I was telling you that I went to go record recently? Mm. I went with this guy named Alan. I met him from Friends of Friends. Yeah. And he he's gonna be he's gonna be blowing up in the next fucking year. I already know it. Like his solo music and him as a producer and stuff like that. And who he's working with now. But like I went with him specifically because when I met him last time, he's very into vocal production. Mm-hmm. He's a vocalist and a drummer mm-hmm. and, and a producer. And I already knew right off the bat, like, soloing, or I was telling you last time, like, vocals is the newest thing I'm doing, because mm-hmm. I couldn't find anybody, and I just, just want to do it myself, so I went to him. Yeah. And when I showed him the song, and the production, everything I've done already recorded, I'm like, hey, I came to you for vocals, because it's my weakest link, mm-hmm. and I want you to help, like, I need help. Yeah. I know that I need help, like... Um, it's new and, 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 you know, everything. I'm trying to figure it out. And we had a talk because we ended up wrapping up the session. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we could save these four hours and do something else. Because I was not expecting to use some of the recordings I did at home. He was like, I liked what you did at home. Yeah. So just I had my computer. He's like, transfer it over. I'll mix it here. Mm-hmm. Save money and do it. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. So I'm kind of like producing my own little thing. But he's like... For vocals, you know what you want to do. And I'm like, I have a rough track of vocals that I sent him and had. And I'm like, I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So I would rather come a different time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what I really want? And he's like, cool. Because he's like, I was going to say, if you want to do vocals right now, I'll walk your fucking hand through it all and and tell you what to do. And blah, 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 blah. Uh But I would rather you want to feel like this is the best I could do mm-hmm. and then I mold it then so you know there's a type of okay. producers who like yeah like get somebody who are bought in I paid for the producer I paid for this blah blah, blah. and you know like what you were just saying right now like I th- like I'll do it yeah, for like, you I'll you pay me to do it, do it I'll do it yeah. I'll do it and mm. I thought that was so great because it's like I feel the same way I want to come in I don't want to sound like anyone else I just want to know that this is the best that I could be, and then that's how it's going to be. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like anyone else, you know? Yeah. But you wouldn't mind, like, a professional coach. Oh, no. Fucking definitely. Yeah. No, fucking Somebody definitely. At least maybe not, like, completely guiding you through it, but giving you pointers here oh, and definitely. there. Because I know, like, that's my weakest link right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not a vocalist. And I, I wish I sang, like, I sang in my first band ever at, mm. like, 15. Yeah. Because no one else wanted to sing. Yeah. But I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And that was the last experience I've ever had doing vocals. So I always look back and wish that I, like, continued it. Yeah. Because I would be in a completely different place. Um, so I'm, I feel like right now I'm, like, catching up on all these years yeah. and vocals from all the years I've done instrumentally. Yeah. And your uh, voice has changed dramatically since then, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. definitely. Um yeah, so it's just it's just very interesting to, yeah, hmm. oh vocal realm. I don't know anything about vocals. I don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I always wish I could sing like Sinatra. Oh man, I love Sinatra. If let's go to karaoke bar one time, me and you, and I'm I'll, I'll, let's do let's, we should. I'm, oh, I'm gonna do my way from fucking <laughs> Frank Sinatra. I'll do. Uh, I've got you under my skin. Ooh. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. He is fucking badass vocalist in a in an era of music where you record and it wasn't like tweaking or production. You get away with so much shit nowadays 
But there's only so much they could do back then. Dude, he was just naturally fucking amazing. That's what blows my mind and about him. And he smoked him. cigarettes and drank martinis all day. Like, yeah. Well, a cigarette smoker who's saying is actually pretty good. You know what's funny? I would tr- I would sing in the car, you know, or like sing in my room alone. My voice sounded better. It never sounded better than when I was smoking cigarettes. Uh-huh. Like it just it came out clearer, like more like more controlled, I more would, controlled, yeah. earthier, like more just fuller. I had a lot of well, not a lot of well. When I went to uh, Arrow, he works at Bright Light Studios. He's a engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me such a good information. He said, "I have a bunch of vocalists who come in to prepare for the studio time." Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I quit cigarettes like two weeks before just for this. And he's like, you quit? He's like, go buy a fucking pack right now. Because <laughs> your throat is so used to yeah. being strained like that. Yeah. That all you're doing is making it harder for yourself. You're making it work more now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, working twice yeah, as hard. He's like, and, and you know what? That's funny. Because like, I used to be a big smoker. Mm-hmm. I'll have one here and there. But I was like, if I'm going to be a vocalist, like, I sh- it's either I smoke cigarettes or I fucking don't. Yeah. Because that's the commitment. Like, I've heard that from so many people, and then it's just so crazy to think that. Like, you know, like or like a you know like a musician who went sober. Never yeah. the fucking same. <laughs> no junk, no soul. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest junkies die young, and they leave the mark. But they left their mark. And like, I don't know. Do you want to leave a mark, or do you want to just create cool shit forever? Like. I, it all depends on what you want to do. There's no right answer. I don't think there's any wrong answer. No, there's never. There's probably no answer. right answer either, though. It's all just like, what do you want to do? Yeah, you know. There's so many music that's out there that's never heard, and it's probably amazing too. That's what blows my mind. Yeah, how many musicians are there? There's way more than are reported. You know. I always think of that girl from uh, School of Rock, the one who never sang, the the big girl. And she sang like Aretha Franklin. Come on, Tamika, you got yeah. some pipes. <laughs> Love that. I saw recently that two of the, the kids are married to each other. Which ones? The white blonde girl with the pigtails and the big bouncer dude. With the oh, no shit. They're married in real life. Oh, how funny. Yeah, I saw that. That's so adorable. Yeah. They're old enough to be married. God, how long ago was that movie? Dude, we were... Uh, I want to say around the same... 2004, right? Or that was 2004. So I was in high. We were in high school when that came out. How old are you again? Wait, hold on. 2003. Mm. Oop! Holy shit! How old are you? I'm. I'll be 33 in September. Really? Mm. That didn't feel like that long ago. You still look young as fuck. Thanks. I'm a catch up to baby you. Baby voice that like <laughs> didn't quite hit puberty. I'll be. I there. hit it and I kept going. <laughs> I'll be there in no time. How old are you? 28. Oh, almost there. Almost there. I tell myself I'm 30 now. 30 didn't mean anything to me. Really? Yeah. It didn't? I went out with some friends like I usually do. And uh-huh. uh, that was it. Uh-huh. And like, I, got, I got really stoned. Yeah. And I threw up in the parking lot. Because I got really stoned. Like, I got <laughs> s- more stoned than I've ever been. And yeah. I just got crossfaded, threw up in the parking lot, and fell asleep. We should, uh, well, for uh, my dirty 30, I'm going to throw something. You're going to come. 
down. It's going to be your 32. <laughs> We're going to magician and a stripper. I'll tell you that. It'll, it's going to be yeah. my 35, though. <laughs> Fuck it. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They can't tell. Apparently, I have like a prepubescent voice anyway. So. <laughs> you sure he's, he's not 22? <laughs> this new, the one of the hosts at, at work, she was like, wait, how old are you? Because I was like, there was a fire in um, just above the restaurant. Uh-huh. Like, off to the side, it looked really close, and the smoke was billowing. Oh, like, like a few weeks ago, maybe? No, like a few days ago. No fucking way. Yeah, you didn't hear about this? No. They they knocked it out right away. They were like, all that <laughs> shit is brown. We can't let this thing get uh, get out of hand. So they just, like, a helicopter was over immediately. Uh-huh. And they took it out. They no- they knocked it right out. And so good for them. Like, shout out to Sandy was fire. <laughs> like, Laverne Fire, whoever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I was talking to one of the hosts, one of the new hosts, and I was like, "Do you remember '03? Remember the Grand Prix fires? Uh, like, do you remember? Like, I got—I didn't know how old she was, but I was like, I—I I, I remember like getting let out early. I was in high—I was a freshman, and she was like, "What? How old are you?" And I was like, "I'm 32." You don't remember that? And I was like, "I don't." I felt bad. I was like, assuming she would remember, but all I've seen is like the top of her face. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So how old is she? She's 24. Oh, okay. And she's like, I was a little kid. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I, I have no idea. But she didn't know how old I was. I was like, okay, that's cool. You haven't seen more than the top of my face anyway, so that's cool too. <laughs> but I'm glad you thought I was younger. Everyone, you still look young without a mask, though. You do not look fucking 33. I'm glad. 32, 33, yeah. It works out. So help me get a loan or something later in life. And get a what? A loan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look at this pigeon. Yeah. Let's, get him, let's hit him with a fucking interest. <laughs> he doesn't know better. But then I got all the facts because I'm older. <laughs> I've had time to read. Oh, yeah. You like stocks, huh? Yeah. yeah. Let me, me turn too. you on to this uh, Starbucks. You ever hear of it? You ever heard of it? Maybe you bought a coffee there? <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, real quick, and then we'll close out. Uh, Kings of Convenience, I just got a press release for them. New record. Yes. If they go on tour. Yes. If they hit the U.S., yes. we are booking them here. Yes. Maybe in this very building. Yes. Because what better place than on... Oh, shit. <gasps> than on that stage. What better place than on that stage to see them? It'll be intimate and personal as fuck. Should probably get good? a napkin eventually. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Should we go get it real quick? Redo it? No, we're good. I'll do it. No, yeah. oh, okay. But either way, right there on that little stage. Could you imagine? Dude, I would have fucking died. Honestly, I would I would give up every dollar I have to be like, I don't want anyone else to cause this performance but me and you and a few friends and <laughs> just watch them here. Right. I want to I want a fucking personal show by them. It, it's amazing to me that like we're we, you know I talked about this band with you especially mm-hmm. on the past podcast talk about this band yeah <laughs> and I got into them late and you know I listened to their last album a lot more than the other ones actually and it came out 2009 mm-hmm. and I'm like oh they're done like they're, yeah they're that's it like they're not gonna play any shows they're not gonna come out it's been such a long time and 12 fucking years later Here's another they one. came out with a single. 
And another one, I heard both of them. I love both of them. Mm. And like, wow, now there's a chance I could fucking see them. Yeah. And they look the same. Yeah. Yeah, and they sound great. Like, people. I, I, that made me so happy, dude. It's like, fuck. Like, we should just make it happen. Let's get them to come here. Because if it doesn't look like they're coming to the States, fuck it. Let's just book a show. Dude, we'll yeah. get every other, like, slow-ass, half-Bossa Nova band <laughs> from, from Norway to... <laughs> yeah, just to get them on here. Yeah. I, I would die, bro. I would. Let's, do it. Let's get Jose Gonzalez from Sweden. And you know that guy? No. He's from too. Spain, but he, lived in, he like, grew up in Sweden. Uh-huh. Jose Gonzalez from Sweden, from, like, Stockholm. And just does acoustic-y shit like that. <clears throat> I'm a bigger Kings fan, but... Mm. Let's get them all together. I'll be amazing. I don't want to see them at the bowl. I want to see them here. Yeah, they're not. They're like the type of music that shouldn't really be mic'd up in a big concert. No, no. no like, I don't want. I don't even want to see a backing band. Somebody's going to try to give them a little, you know, mini orchestra, some string section. No, no, no. No, yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. that. Oh man, I'm just I'm just glad to hear a new album. I'm I'm super stoked. Yeah, I was me, so shocked. Me and my friend Chips, he plays guitars and sings, and uh, I was like, dude, he loves King's Convenience a lot too. And mm. I was like, we should do a cover. I was like, that's how much we love the band. We should just do a cover, of Mrs. Cold or some shit. Like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. So we're on, we're on the the talks of it, but I just fuck man, I love that band. That dude inspires me. What's his name? Um, Illinois, the other oh, the other one. guy, the other one plays uh, acoustic. Illinois plays nylon uh, bass, I think. No, they both play acoustic. I think. Do they uh, switch off? Um, what I've noticed is that Erlin plays steel string acoustic, which is like a regular acoustic guitar, mm. and the other guy plays a nylon acoustic guitar, which just gives it a different sound and feel. Right, right. But I may be wrong. But that's the only thing I've noticed about the two. Um. I do enjoy, I mean, I enjoy both of them, but I, I'm starting to notice I do enjoy the other guy a little bit more. Yeah. And he sings a lot more than I thought that he would. That's mo- that's a lot of his voice. Yeah, I don't know if it's mostly lo- his voice, but it's a lot of his it's voice. It's a lot of yeah. his voice. And, uh, yeah, he's he's amazing, dude. Yeah. They're fucking cool. I wonder how old they are then. They're old, like, in their, their 50s. In their 50s? I was thinking their 40s. But you're, you're you know right. What? Maybe. I think, I don't, uh, all right. This is another, thi- another thing we got to look up real quick. <laughs> I want to say, just take a guess. I'm gonna guess they're each 47, 47. about 47. That's a pretty, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> find these motherfuckers real quick. Um, Gotta wiki that. Yeah, wiki. Erlin always 45. Ah. The other guy's name's Eric Glambic. Eric. <laughs> um, he was born in 75. So he's 48? 47? All right, 25 is 2000, right? And then 21, 46? And and you thought the 50s. They don't look that old. Getting close to the 50s. Norway don't crack, though, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, Yeah, man. Even if... We can't throw the show. If we could find a show, let's go. Oh, I will sell my GameStop and <laughs> get us out to Norway just to catch a show. Fucking worth it, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
What's another doing? band you wish you would see, like that you haven't seen? I wish I saw Radiohead in the early days. Radiohead? Yeah. That's fucking funny, because I asked you this, because I'm editing the guy from Touche Amores yeah. uh, thing today. Oh, and I, shit. I, Good for you. I, I asked him in that in the conversation, I'm like, what is one band that you would see? And he said Radiohead. In the early days? No, well, he just, just said, said Radiohead in general. He just said he never could find the time to, mm. like... I think it's because maybe he's touring all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just... Yeah, like, it just never worked out. Yeah, but he said that, too. And, and I, I was like, oh, did you ever watch the... The the videos on YouTube like the in rainbows and stuff like that. Oh, when they did the the the, the basement New Year special, yeah, yeah the dude, Scotch Miss, dude, yeah. yeah, when they did the they covered um they covered the Smiths and they covered New Order, yeah, dude, I yeah. watched those Ra- Radiohead. Ooh, I wish some I of the first live too. streams. Fucking sick. Dude. Yeah, I would yeah. I would love to see them in the early days. Yeah, not because I'm like the biggest Benz fan, but like. I want to see, like, I loved Pablo Honey. I loved the Benz, and I loved Amnesiac, and all of those. I would love to just catch them at a smaller venue, you know? Because I saw them at Coachella five years ago. Saw them. It was, I was a mile away, you know? It's like, I didn't really see them. I heard Tom just talking nonsense in between tracks, only because there was, like, 500 speakers, you know? projecting yeah. that far i didn't really see them it was a distance thing you know it sucks when you go to a big thing like that you're not really watching it it's like when you go to a sports game too and you're just like in the nosebleeds you yeah know? it's like who cares like it's cool i'm cool it's cool that i'm here but like it's, i don't i want to see them yeah, here i want to see them at glass house or 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 even fox no I, more than a imagine the hi-hat oh jesus could you imagine fucking christ that bro. would be definitely pablo honey era yeah <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go see them, bro. Well, I'm going to buy one more because I spilled half of that. Mm. And then I'm going to get a rag to clean that up. Uh, (laughs) 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 What do you say we end this? Let's let's do it. Anything you want to plug? Anything I want to what? Plug? Plug? Yeah. Well, you got to plug the Narrow Arrow podcast. You got stuff coming out soon. Yes, I'm going to do. You got to get to editing. Yes. So I did a Narrow Arrow podcast. I'm going to be releasing solo music this year. Mm-hmm. Under um, what name? I'm going to do, I think, just my IG name. Mm. I don't know what... I don't want to be like Anthony Covarrubias, you know? Like, I, it's so long. And I think your tallest boy is a little kind of gimmicky and little, you know... I, I like I, it, though. I like the gimmickiness. Yeah. I don't like being serious that I much. I like your, your tallest I'm boy serious. because you're the tallest person I know currently. <laughs> Easy, easily. I, I love that. Yeah, and I'm a fucking kid, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, pretty much it. And I'm so glad we've been doing this. And just same, thanks, dude. Thanks for having me, dude. I'm so glad. Anytime, man. We, we fucking went outside the restaurant and like hung out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool, it's so dude. rare that I mean, for me anyway, that that happens. So yeah, yeah, it is pretty rare. Yeah, very selective. So thank you for having me on. Anytime, man. Thank you.